Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But come on, but come on, Marco. Fess up, you know. Take some responsibility. Take fess up, you know. But come on, Jericho. Fess up, you know. Take some responsibility. Take some responsibility.
This is Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020, two days before Christmas Day, and welcome to episode number 928 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCW US Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCW US Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by, by of course, our good friends at 411mania.com, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. 
King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Drama. <clears throat> also, I will go ahead and let you know, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, on with us here right now through the Talk Shoot chat box with, of course, uh, our, getting our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays all lined up, ready to go for us tonight, is, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is a is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer, a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, of course, part of the broadcast team, which brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. And, of course, also the founder of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated on Facebook. We, of course, hope to have some more folks on, of course, here momentarily. But if you care to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, one 605 562 Caller ID, 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, which will include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be bringing you, of course, any results that we do have, of course, about tonight's edition of NXT. And we do understand that uh, due to, of course, the, uh, NBA, due to, of course, some NBA action going on right now on TNT, that AEW Dynamite is preempted, I believe, until about, I think, about 10 o'clock. So whenever we do get any results in on AEW Dynamite uh, before leaving the air tonight, we will be bringing you as we will be, of course, bringing you any updates that we can. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, everybody will have an opportunity to speak their mind, of course, give their thoughts and opinions about uh, <clears throat> tonight's editions of both shows here this evening. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be also bringing you our <clears throat> bringing you, of course, updates here on the finals of the NXT US Heritage Cup Championship Tournament. Of course, the match going on for the belt, even as we speak, between the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. And also the tiebreaker poll to determine the winner of the TLC Prediction Title Challenge. The human suplex machine, John Gross, taking on the loose cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, and the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, of course, <clears throat> with, the, with, with the course, at, 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 of course, Two opportunities, one, of course, for a singles uh, championship matchup and also a tag team championship matchup, of course, is at stake here in this as well. So we hope to, of course, give you some updates about that here, of course, as the night rolls on here, of course, here on 928th of Revolution. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get to our wrestling news and views here, save it as we go now to 9.01 p.m. Eastern Time. On Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. Let us now proceed ahead to 411mania.com. As we, of course, do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows, including, of course, in addition to Revolution, of course, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, as well as WCWS This Morning, and others. <clears throat> Our first uh, story tonight, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us from Major League Wrestling. Uh, <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted a story as Major League Wrestling announces tag team championship match and more for their upcoming show, The Kings of Coliseum. MLW has added a tag team championship match and a big announcement for their Kings of Coliseum show next month. 
on on tonight's episode of MLW Fusion, it was announced that the Dirty Blondes will challenge the Von Erichs for the MLW Tag Team titles on the show. In addition, Selena De La Renta will be making a bombshell announcement at the event. MLW Kings of Coliseum takes place on January 6th during the time slot for MLW Fusion on YouTube and Fubo TV and Pluto TV. The updated lineup, of course, is, of course, the following. MLW World Middleweight Championship, of course, Myron Reed will take on Leo Rush. The National Openweight Championship match, Alex Hammerstone goes against Mads Kruger. The MLW World Tag Team title tornado tag match, Von Erichs defend against the Dirty Blondes. Simon Gotch takes on Jordan Oliver. And Selena De La, Ren- De La Renta makes a bombshell announcement. So that will be coming up, ladies and gentlemen, at 7 o'clock p.m. on January the 6th. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, be, we'll definitely be posting this, of course, in one, one of our pages here in WCWS. So that way anybody would like to, of course, always have, have the opportunity to always uh, check it out, pop it up, pop it on, check it out, and everything, um, everything of course, here as well. <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas also has this story right here. As a winner has been crowned in the Major League Wrestling 2020 Opera Cup. We have a winner in the M- of the MLW 2020 Opera Cup following this week's MLW Fusion. Tom Lawler defeated Low Key on Wednesday's episode in the finals of the tournament to win the cup. The match ended with when Lawler fell on Loki after being hit with a kapu kick and the pin was counted. Lawler defeated Rocky Romero and ACH on his way to the finals, while Loki de- defeated Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Richard Holiday on his path. Lawler succeeds Smith as the uh, Opera Cup winter, winner. <clears throat> of course, like I said, uh, there are several, of course, tweets from, M- from MLW Fusions. Um, Twitter account here, uh, and also one, of course, as well, uh, from uh, Javier Draven, hashtag join dark order at wrestling covers, uh, at filthy Tom Lawler has done it, at filthy Tom Lawler, at the uh, guarantee BC, at Kevin XKU, hashtag MLW Fusion, hashtag Opera Cup. So congratulations to Tom Lawler on picking up the Opera Cup, of course, in Major League Wrestling this year. <coughs> Speaking of MLW Fusion, ladies and gentlemen, it is, of course, now officially online. This, we have a story from Jeremy Thomas. The live stream is online for this week's episode of MLW Fusion, where you can check out the live stream, of course, for the episode. It did, of course, kick off at 7 o'clock Eastern at 4, 4 Pacific and described as follows. The 2020 Opera Cup reaches its climax as NewLawOffice.com presents the finals. Eight top-ranked wrestlers have battled for the glory and have their name written on the history books as the 2020 Opera Cup winner. Tonight, only two remain as MLW's greatest rivalries writes a new chapter. The Lone Wolf of Brooklyn Low-Key and Filthy Tom Lawler clash in the finals for the prestigious Opera Cup in what promises to be an explosive encounter. Two former world champions dance with destiny and history. Who will prevail? Tune in to find out. Another action, the Dirty Blondes, representing Colonel Parker's stud stable, look to take the tag team division by storm. Leo Bryan and Michael Patrick with manager Aria Blake intends on sending a blunt message to the world tag team champions, Ross and Marshall Von Erich. 
the road to Kings of Coliseum is heating up as National Open Weight Champion Alex Hammerstone readies for Contra's max, masked mercenary Mads Kruger. Alicia Tote delivers new matches for the 2021 edition of Kings of Coliseum. Plus, Los Parks are done playing games as they give the league a major ultimatum. Of course, uh, you can join Rich Bocchini, Jared St. Lawrence, and correspondent Alicia, Alicia Taut for a night of world-class competition featuring the Opera Cup Finals. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be posting this, of course, in the in the WCWS NXTNG Video Vault here, of course, uh, here a little bit later here in the evening, of course, right after, of course, this edition of Revolution. Uh, going to Impact Wrestling now. Impact Wrestling rank rating 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 ticks down for the best of 2020 show. The ratings for this week's best of 2020 episode of Impact Wrestling predictably predictably, predictably saw a downtick from last week. Tuesday night's episode brought in a 0.03 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic and 133,000 viewers. Those numbers are down a tick and 25%. From last week's 0.04 demo rating and 177,000 viewers. The news isn't a surprise as the show was essentially a clip show with some minor storyline advancement scenes. <clears throat> the Twitch viewership for last night's episode topped out at at three at uh, of course at, at 3,252, down from the 14,334 the previous week. Impact did not unfortunately make the top 150 cable originals for the night. Per Showbuzz Daily. <clears throat> Speaking of impact, we have another impact story. Uh, let's see right here. Jeremy Thomas has our next story as Chris Bay talks about his X Division title match at Hard to Kill and also a possible match with Kenny Omega. Chris Bay is looking to become a two time X Division champion and hopes to get an extended run with the title when he does. Bay spoke with Sports Illustrated for a new interview and discussed his match with Manic and, Ro- and Rohit Raju for Manic's title at Hard to Kill, plus a potential match against AEW talent and more. Here are some highlights. Uh, on the Impact World title being his dream as a kid, Chris Bay says, I loved that belt from the moment I saw Kurt Angle wearing it. It was the most gorgeous world title on TV, and it was defended in some of my favorite matches. When it was offered as a replica, I begged my parents to have it. On getting the title for Christmas, Chris Bay said, when I got there, we had just started back in school from winter break. I can still remember that day because it was the day I decided to stay late for extra help. I ended up checking my email in the computer lab after that. That's why I saw the email saying the package had been delivered. I remember thinking, of course, it comes to one day I stay late. I just keep thinking, please don't let anyone touch that package on my porch. I got home and immediately grabbed the package. I had my favorite drink, which is root beer, and then Film the unboxing. I was in all of that belt. It was the most beautiful one I had in my collection. I was super excited to have my hands on it, and I ended up taking it to bed that night. On his match with the exhibition title at Hard to Kill, Chris Bay says, I am working for that opportunity to have an extended run as exhibition champ. I need a solid run to prove to the people what I already know, which is the exhibition is the best division in wrestling, and I am its gate- gatekeeper. I'm looking to become a two time champion. At the top of my list, and whoever has the belt should know that there is more unfinished business for me. There is unfinished baziness. I'm working with TJP and Rohit Rajan 
Chris Bay says, I've been given a chance to impact and work with the best. I want to be the best. That means I have to constantly evolve. And I love what I do. So when I get in the ring with guys like Willie Mack, Eddie Edwards, Rohit, or TJP, I'm also learning from their style. They're teaching me how to grow as a performer. I want to keep growing. I don't think I'm the best in the world, but right now I'm the best version of myself. I have the ability to be better tomorrow and then better than, than the day after. Over time, I want people to think of Chris Bay when they think of when they think of wrestling. On a possible match with Kenny Omega or any other AEW talent, Chris Bay says, if we wrestle, I'll be wearing the impact flag when we do, and I'll test my skills against anyone from AEW. They can all learn a lesson from me in the art of finesse. Yowie, wowie. So we'll have to. So we'll definitely, we'll definitely have to say that right there. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, you, that is who exactly who you heard, and we'll bring him on here in just a few short moments. As we, of course, continue on with some of the news right here, uh, <clears throat> Isaiah Swerve Scott, of course, talks about why I'll not come into WWE right away and why he waited until last year. Of course, this story coming to us courtesy of Jeremy Thomas. Isaiah Swerve Scott is a fixture on NXT and 205 Live right now, but there was an earlier point where when WWE came calling and he decided not to make the jump. Scott spoke with Sam Douchebag Roberts on Not Sam Wrestling about his decision to hold off on going to WWE until 2019, why he didn't make the jump, and why 2019 was the right year. Here are some highlights in the full audio, of course, on this page. On not initially going to WWE when first contacted, uh, Scott says, prior to coming to NXT in 2019, I was contacted from them around 2018, 2017. And I was still in the Lucha Underground phase of my career. I still felt I wasn't finished with a lot of things I wanted to do, especially with Lucha Underground and especially on the, on, on the independent scene. And around that time, me and Aleister Black, especially on his career on NXT, he was taking off. He was an NXT champion. He was doing big things in the company. He was my mentor. Him, Sammy Callahan, were like mentors to me. It was like being mentored by Sammy Callahan on the Indies and Lucha when, we, when he got there. And then, of course, Aleister Black on the other side of the fence. So Sammy kept telling me there's more we can do there's more we can do. And the Alistair, and the Alistair on, the, on the other hand, was like, I'd give it one more year, give it one more year, go out there, do as much as you can, be the man in a lot of places. And so that was the guidance for that 2018 year that I had with going with, with all these independents, winning all these championships and traveling around, like having these top matches with some of the best in the industry could ask for from Japan, from the UK, from America, Mexico, and building these bonds with these people. On why he decided to go to WWE in 2019, Scott says, It felt like 2019 was another phase of guys <clears throat> uh, shifting, and I wanted to be in that shift. And we were talking about talking about when Kevin Owens, Alistair, Adam Cole, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet came through and changed NXT. I wanted to be the net, one of the next guys after that. I wanted to be the next generation. So when me, Garza, Kushida came through, it was like, okay, I feel like we were, we were the core guys right now. Or the next shift, and we and it just felt like great timing. I always say that say the universe finds a way of working itself out, and it just made sense. So, of course, like we look forward to seeing some good things from the swerve, hopefully, here coming up here very, very soon here in 2021. Uh, speaking, of course, of NXT, of course, a NXT alumnus right here, Daniel Bryan. Of course, Jimmy Thomas says this story. Daniel Bryan talks about his sister's full-time wrestling days are numbered and is looking to transition to part-time. 
Daniel Bryan's days as a full-time wrestler have a limited time frame at this point, according to the man himself. Bryan spoke with BT Sport for a new interview and talked about his in-ring career. The WWE star has had his time back and forth in terms of his ring work, including due to his retirement after injury that he eventually came back from. And he told Alec that being a father to his kids and with wife Brie Bella has become his focus now. So I'm confident in my body and my long and the longevity, Brian said. But it's also like now in my life I got a little bit different priorities. As far as I like, I still love wrestling. I feel like I'm always I'll always be wrestling as long as I can physically do it. But do I want to continue wrestling full time when I've got two babies at home? So I just say how much I love wrestling and and it's just weird part of me that even talking about it now, and I've been wrestling for over 20 years now, I it fills me with this joy and almost gives me like a, an energy. But now I have things in my life that I love more than wrestling that gives me that, that give me a different feeling. Brian goes on to say that his kids are at an important age where he wants to spend time with them and those ages don't last for a long time. And as a parent, you want to appreciate credit, so a lot of him wants to focus on that. He says, so now I'm just kind of switching priorities in my life where for years wrestling has been the kind of the key focus and all that kind of stuff. My contract is coming up soon. And not to say that, but we're looking to transition me to maybe less than a full-time wrestler. My time being a full-time wrestler or a number, I'm more going to be a full-time dad, part-time wrestler. Wrestling is my side job. Daddying is my most important job. <clears throat> of course, uh, this is... Of course, uh, Daniel Bryan said this. Of course, uh, BT Sport is on there. WWE on BT Sport uh, Twitter handle. It says, "I'm switching priorities in my life. My contract, my contract is coming up soon, and we'll be looking at me transitioning to less than a full-time wrestler. I'll be a full-time dad, part-time wrestler." At WWE, Daniel Bryan will always love wrestling. My priorities do change, and of course, I simply ended it with saying, "Respect." And, of course, you got to have respect for that. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, he's got two children at home. I mean, 100% absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Daniel Bryan is one of the best superstars out there. No question. But, like I said, if the man says, if, like I said, if he wants to, wants to spend some time with his kids, of course, there ain't nothing wrong with, of course, him saying that. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Harris, of course, uh, posted this story here with some WWE news. As now, this is one thing that when I saw this, and I, and I it kind of got me uh, really didn't not surprise me that much. But uh, Bailey tells the fans that she hates them all after the Slammy wins, and Billy Kay attempts to take the street, the street profits, Slammy trophies. WWE released a video of Bailey delivering a message to the fans after winning the Slammy Awards for Double Cross of the Year and Social Media Superstar of the Year. Of course, you see that clip right here on this page. She commented by pretty much saying, Thanks for not voting for me for me for the one that I wanted, idiots. I only worked my tail off for you guys all year long. You guys voting. I think I was up for like six of them. I didn't even know that these two, either, either of them or, or any of them, which one is the Double Cross of the Year? That one I definitely deserve. Sasha never saw it coming. The other one, whatever. The other one, whatever. I'm glad you guys like my tweets. I just really want—I just really wanted to say I hate you all. <clears throat> and of course, they'll be posted on their Twitter handle. How about a bonus hashtag Slammy exclusive at its Bailey WWE it has a very special message for the entire at WWE universe. And of course, Bailey, I'll say on record saying 
We hate you too, you stupid little slut. So there you go. It appears Billy Kay attended to purloin the Street Profits Slammy Award trophies for Breakout Star of the Year during today's ceremony. WWE released a clip of Billy Kay attempting to accept the award before she's discovered by Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins. Of course, you can see that clip on WWE's Twitter account here as well. Slap, slap, hashtag Slammy Award winner at Billy Kay WWE. Looks like at Montez Ford WWE and Angela Dawkins have something to say about that. So, so it looks like, like I said here, the Street Profits were kind of too smart for what the former Iconic was trying to do. Uh, Jeffrey Harris has, of course, the NXT, the story on the NXT year-end award nominations and fan voting has been announced. WWE.com has announced the nominations and fan voting for the 2020 NXT year-end awards. Of course, you can check out the full list of nominees and where the vote on the awards right here. And I'll go ahead and read this here for you. Uh, get ready to celebrate an incredible 2020 for the black and gold brand by recognizing the biggest superstars, matches, moments, and more from this past year. And the best part, you can help select the winners. The NXT Universe will be able to vote in each category with the winners being announced on the December 30th edition of NXT at 8, 7 Central USA Network. Check back with WWE's digital and social platforms throughout the day as categories and nominees are revealed and make your voice heard. Of course, there are some links here where you can vote for some vote for these folks. Breakout Star of the Year nominees, Pat McAfee, Damian Priest, Shotzi Blackheart, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, Timothy Thatcher, uh, Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez, Santos Escobar, and Ela Dragunov. Robbery of the Year, there's a link to that. Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee, Candice Lurie versus Io Shirai, Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes, Shotzi Blackheart versus Robert Stone, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez, Walter versus Ela Dragunov, and Kaylee Ray versus Piper Niven. Tag Team of the Year, Undisputed Era, uh, Oni and Danny, uh, Arnie Locan and Danny Birch, Rizongo, Imperium, Gallus, and Legado del Fantasma. Male Competitor of the Year, Finn Balor, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Keith Lee, Walter, and Tommaso Ciampa. So, like I said, folks, be sure to, of course, uh, uh, check. Be sure to, of course, check that out there, folks, if you wish to, uh, if you wish to do that. And like I said, they'll be doing that, of course, next week. Uh, Jeffrey Harris has this story as apparently Snooky, yes. Snooky, ladies and gentlemen, from MTV's Jersey Shore, says she wants to return to the ring. Jersey Shore and reality TV star Nicole Snooky Polizzi expressed interest on Twitter on returning to the ring in response to a Twitter user tagging her on a clip of her WrestleMania 27 appearance and here are her comments. She tweeted on the subject, LOL, now, now that I've gained muscle, I want to see my butt back in the ring. Previously at WrestleMania 27, she teamed with Trish Stratus and John Morrison at the 2011 event. They defeated the team of Dolph Ziggler and Lay Cool, who, of course, was Michelle McCool and Layla. Additionally, the Jersey Shore star was the presenter for Best Ring Gear of the Year for the 2020 Slammy Awards. When another Twitter user noticed on how the WWE YouTube video clip for her award presentation had the comments switched off, Pelosi replied, LM, laughing my... LMAO, I was probably getting death threats. 
besides appearing in WrestleMania 27. Polizzi also won the 2011 Slammy Award for A-Lister of the Year. Polizzi presented the New Day with Ring Gear of the with the Ring Gear of the Year Slammy for the 2020 award ceremony. Of course, there are of course tweets from her, of course, on 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 her Twitter account at Snooky. If you want to, of course, uh, uh, if you want to check that out, of course. <clears throat> so, but of course, we don't know if we want to see Snooky back in the ring. But hey, if it happens. All I gotta say is, it will. It happens. That's all I can really say about that. Uh, Joseph Lee has a story here on the Slammy Awards. Of course, are now online, and here is a list of the winners. Uh, also, I actually believe. Well, yeah, here we go. WB has posted this year's Slammy Awards online. You can find a full list of the winners right here, of course, on the page. Uh, we'll post a video for the Slammys on the Video Vault page if anybody wants to check that out here right after Revolution. Best WWE 24-7 pin of 2020, of course, was the pre-show. Drew Gulak pins R-Truth while dressed as a member of the janitorial crew. Best Male Superstar of the Year, Drew McIntyre. Return of the Year went to Edge. Well-deserved. Ring Gear of the Year went to The New Day. Robbery of the Year went to Edge versus Orton. Musical Performance of the Year went to Elias. Female Superstar of the Year, Sasha Banks. Referee of the Year, Charles Robinson. Celebrity Appearance of the Year, Rob Gronkowski. Okay. Trash Talker of the Year, a tie between Lacey Evans and the Hurt Business. Social Media Superstar of the Year went to uh, the Slut Bailey. Breakout, Breakout Star of the Year went to the Street Profits. Double Cross of the Year also went to the Slut Bailey. Moment of the year went to The Undertaker's final farewell at Survivor Series. Tag Team of the year went to The Street Profits. Match of the year went to The Undertaker, Undertaker versus AJ Styles. The Boneyard match at WrestleMania. And the overall superstar of the year, the current WWE champion, Drew McIntyre. Well-deserved, in my personal opinion. Uh, Well-deserved there indeed. This has been 2000, 2020 has been the year of McIntyre as far as I am concerned. <clears throat> and one quick other quick story before we move on to our wrestling history and birthdays. And we do have a couple of folks waiting. And we do, of course, thank them for waiting very, very patiently. As Joseph Lee has this story, as apparently T-Bar has invited Randy Orton to join Retribution. As, of course, 411 Mania noted yesterday, Randy Orton said that he was starting to get into the first season of The Mandalorian and loved it. We are wondering, wondering what that has to do with the headline. It's because T-Bar sent him a message as a reply, offering Orton a spot in retribution. He wrote, hey, at Randy Orton, the way you eventually mur murdered a at WWE superstar really touched our hearts here in hashtag retribution. Please know that our doors are, are now always open for you. And this was on his, this was on T-Bar's Twitter account uh, yesterday. So, well, Orton responded to that. That might be interesting to see here, folks. But we'll definitely have to be, we'll definitely have to be doing some watching on that here coming up, uh, hopefully here, sometime here very, very soon. So, ladies and gentlemen, we do thank once again 411 Mania for, of course, bringing our wrestling news and views here tonight. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, and bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And of course, there's a, there's a fit to print. And of course, if it's, if it's not fit, they always find a way 
to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, as always, ladies and gentlemen, super glue and duct tape. You cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Nor have we ever tried, nor have we <clears throat> have we tried to dispute that for the past five years. Now let's see what John has here in our wrestling history and, and pop culture history and birthdays for today, December the 23rd. Uh, yes, on this date here in 1999 at an ECW on TNN taping in White Plains, New York, Mike Austin defeated Masato Tanaka to win the ECW World Heavyweight title. Also on this date in the year 2000, ECW held their final event ever at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. The event holiday hell came just two weeks before ECW's shutdown. As Steve Carino retained the ECW championship in the main event, over the Sandman and Justin Lewis Fleming. I mean, just incredible. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, there you go. Sorry about that. Uh, on this date here, of course, here in 2006, Ring of Honor presented Final Battle from the Manhattan Center in New York City. Homicide ended Brian, Brian Danielson, for we know him now as Daniel Bryan. His reign as he beat him for the ROH World title, ending Bryan's successful title defenses at 38 over 15 months since September of 2005. On this date here in 2009, THQ and WWE announced that they had signed a deal to develop and publish WWE video games effective January 1st, 2010. On this date here also here in 2010, Caval was released from the WWE just six months after making his TV debut for the company after winning the NXT Season 2 on August 30th, 2010. Creative had, not, had nothing for Caval. After his release, uh, of course we have, of course, uh, one birth. We have one birthday right here. Happy 58th birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to the one and the only, the great Muda, who did wrestle in WCW's Battle Bowl in 1992 and the G1 Climax in 1995. Although Muda was the best Japanese wrestler, I, can, I cannot disagree with that. And he wrestled in WCW. He actually never wrestled in WWE. So, I mean, I, that would that would have been interesting to see that, but of course, unfortunately, we never got a chance to see that. Uh, John has a couple of bonus pieces of wrestling history. Uh, this day, in 1990, The Undertaker is interviewed by Mean Gene Oakland on WWF Superstars, and also on this day in 2002, Jr. and The King defeated Lance Storm and William Regal to keep their jobs. This is Jr.'s first match since October 11, 1999 where he teamed with Steve Austin to defeat Triple H in China by DQ, and the first time JR and the King teamed up with each other. Now here's your pop culture history and birthdays here, folks. On state 1783, General George Washington resigns his military commission as Commander-in-Chief of, of the Army to Congress. <clears throat> On state 1852, first Chinese theater in the United States opens up in San Francisco. Uh, on his head, 1888, Vincent Van Gogh cuts off his left ear with a razor. Ooh, now that talk about vicious. Mm. On his date in 1913, Rudger Wilson signs the Federal Reserve Act into law. On his day, 1933, Howie Morenz from Montreal scores three in three to scores three to win versus Detroit Red Wings. It's his 249th career goal. We said this on, of course, Outside the Ropes earlier tonight on the state in 1938. Margaret Hamilton's costume catches fire while they were filming The Wizard of Oz. 
Of course, that was done by the Iceman, Jared Geronimo. He doesn't like to look at Butch. <laughs> Not the Jerry. On this day, 1951, the Los Angeles Rams beat the Cleveland Browns in the first coast-to-coast televised NFL title game, 24-17. On this day, 1953, Jim Gilliam wins Rookie of the Year for the Los Angeles Dodgers. On this day, 1962, Cuba starts returning U.S. prisoners from the Bay of Pigs invasion, and the Dallas Texans win the AFL championship by defeating the Houston Oilers, 20-17. On this day, in 1968, Frank Borman, Jim Lavelle, and William Andrews became the first men to orbit the moon. On this day, in 1972, the New York Islanders end their 15-game winless streak. On this day, 1978, Brian Trotter sets NHL record, scoring six points, four goals, and two assists against the New York Rangers. 1979, on this day, the New York Islanders are shut out by the Chicago Blackhawks. On this day, 1987, Tom Barrasso leads the Sabres to a 5-2 win over the Detroit Red Wings to record his 100th NHL victory. On this day, 1994, baseball owners impose salary cap, fiercely opposed by players. On this day, 1997, Phil Jackson from the Chicago Bulls is quickest to reach 500 wins. Also, Jan Kern is eighth NHLer to score 600 career goals on that same day. Also, Terry Nichols is found guilty of manslaughter in the April 22, 1995 Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, happy birthday, happy 56th birthday to the to the lead singer of Pearl Jam, Eddie Vedder, who of course, who of course, like I said, Pearl Jam burst onto the scene in 1991. Uh, some movies were released on this date. Uh, the Robin Williams classic Good Morning Vietnam was released on this date in 1987. As Good as It Gets was released in 1997. The first Dirty Harry movie called Dirty Harry, featuring Clint Eastwood as Inspector Harry Callahan, premieres in theaters in 1971. Dirty Harry had five sequels. The first one was in 1971, of course, Magnum Force. In 1971, Magnum Force would come in 1973. Enforcer, 1976. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, sudden, sudden Impact will be 1983, and The Deadpool will be in 1988. The Deadpool was the first time anybody saw Jim Carrey in a movie. It was the movie The Deadpool, believe it or not. And John said that's... Uh, <clears throat> and apparently, uh, John has... John apparently is not finished here, folks. Um... Uh, <clears throat> As apparently since, of course, we are not going to be on tomorrow night for NWO Wolfpack. He has asked that we that he talk, that he mentions uh, um, if he wants if you if we want to hear tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays. Uh, well, John, I think you've already done it, so I don't think you really need to request it now because I actually. Uh, um, so I guess you just went ahead and did it and all that. So I mean, that's a, so. So there was really no need for there was really no need for me to uh, really there was really no need for me for you to ask me so since you already did it so uh, yes uh, let's see here uh, let me see where is it here I, hold on one second okay on this date here in uh, let me see 2002 WWE presented a Raw Christmas Eve with Ric Flair hosting a Christmas party. With Stone Cold Steve Austin doing a Christmas concert with the WWE superstars singing Jingle, Bear, Jingle Bells and Rudolph the Red-Nosed JD. I mean the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> On this day in 
Also, there was there was the, the first and only ever WWE eggnog match between Stacy Keebler and Tori Wilson. Mm-hmm. Plus, the first WWE, WWE appearances of May Young, Moolah, Gerald Briscoe, and the late Pat Patterson. And also, Big Boss Man's first Raw appearance in September 2000. And Maven's first Raw match, of course, it was against Booker T. Uh, both Young, Moolah, Briscoe, and Patterson's appearances on Raw were uh, the last time, of course, they appeared on Raw was in 2000. On this day here in 2012, WWE aired a Christmas-themed Raw on Christmas Eve with John Cena defeating Alberto Del Rio in a Miracle on 34th Street Fight match with Mick Foley dressed as Santa Claus, helping Cena out against Del Rio and Ricardo Rodriguez. <clears throat> also, on this day in 2013, December 23rd, 2013, Good Santa, who was Mark Henry, defeated Bad Santa, who was Damian Sandow, in a Street Fight match. On this date here in 2018, on Christmas Eve Raw, uh, Vince McMahon announced that the Women's Tag Team Championship would be introduced. This was the first time since 1988 that the Women's Tag Team Championship was mentioned. The Tag Team Championship would come full circle in February 2019 when Sasha Banks and Bayley win in the Women's Tag Team titles. Also, of course, one birthday from today, happy 44th birthday to a former Cruiserweight champion that won the title of the 2002 King of the Ring in his first match, which was, of course, Jamie Noble. Not only winning the Cruiserweight title, he would be also become a member of J&J Security in 2014. Uh, and also, of course, a happy 44th birthday to Cassius Ono. And here are some non-wrestling, here are some pop culture history and birthdays for Christmas Eve. This is tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, since we're not going to do NWO Wolfpack. Uh, 1798, Russia and Britain signed the Second Anti-French Coalition. 1814, the Treaty of Ghent is signed, ending the War of 1812 between the United States and the United Kingdom. 1818, the song Silent Night is composed and first sung. 1864, the Battle of Gordonsville, Virginia took place. 1877, on this day, on yesterday, uh, tomorrow's date, Thomas Edison files a patent for the phonograph. 1893, on tomorrow, uh, Henry Ford completes his first useful gasoline-fueled engine. 1920, Enrico Caruso gives his last performance in New York City. On this day in 1921, Harry Broadbent, which is tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's history here, Harry Broadbent scores in 10, 10 to nothing, a blowout as the Senators win over the Montreal Canadiens. 1922, tomorrow's day, the London Coliseum opens. 1941. Uh, the first ships of Pearl Harbor fleet uh, return to Japan. This is, of course, tomorrow's history. 1950, Cleveland Browns beat the L.A. Rams for the national for the NFL championship. 1956, tomorrow's day, I Love Lucy Christmas show airs, but it is not put in syndication. Tomorrow's date, 1963, in Cyprus, a riot breaks out between Greeks and Turks. Uh 1970, tomorrow's date, Walt Disney's movie Aristocats is released. On his date, 1970, tomorrow's date, 1974, Lou Brock is named Sportsman of the Year for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, tomorrow's date, 1977, the ghost Dave Casper catches a 42-yard reception to set up the Raiders' tying field goal near the end of regulation. <clears throat> tomorrow's date, 2001, Rudy Giuliani was named New York Person of the Year for his leadership after the September 11, 2001 attacks. Now look what he's doing. 
Happy 48th birthday tomorrow to Ricky Martin. Of course, he was part of the group Menudo back in the 80s. But he was also best known for his 1999 hit, like Justin does all the time, Living La Vida Loca. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, happy 45th birthday tomorrow, of course, goes to American Idol host Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest out of his mind. Tomorrow, happy 80th birthday to perhaps one of the best doctors in um, in John's pain doing the best handling of the pandemic. A man who received the vaccine from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases who has been working in there since 1984, which is Dr. Anthony Fauci or Dr. Anthony Epney, or I don't know what his name is. Uh, tomorrow would also would have been the birthday, the 75th birthday of the lead singer of Motorhead, Lemmy Kilmeister, the uh, bass guitarist of Motorhead who formed that group in 1975 and he never looked back. 2001, Motorhead was given credit for Triple H's theme song, The Game, in 2001 and 2005. Motorhead was a part of Wrestle, was a, was a part, was in, was a part of Triple H's entrance for WrestleMania on a couple of occasions. Killmeister sadly passed away just four days after his 70th birthday. So, what a great musician right there he was indeed. So thank you, so so thank thank you very much here. Uh, uh, John, for, of course, today's and tomorrow's history and birthdays, ladies and gentlemen, of course, keeping into account the fact that we were not going to have an episode of NWO Wolfpack tomorrow due to, of course, Christmas Eve. So we went and brought all that here to you here in one setting. 9.39 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here, of course, on uh, Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020, episode 928 of WCWS Revolution. 1605 562 caller ID 1380555. Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw here alongside, of course, the human suplex machine John Gross is here with you tonight. And we have three gentlemen right here that have been waiting very, very patiently. And I do appreciate them and I do thank them and appreciate their patience and, of course, waiting, of course, while we get all, all that taken care of so we can bring them on the air and do some big time wrestling talk here. First off, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and introduce him. He's a three-time WCW U.S. Hall of Famer. Of course, part of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon. Right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. <coughs> he, he is, of course, also, of course, part of the team that brings you Sports Machine every Friday afternoon. Right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. And also, uh, and also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he's a man who's known for running around Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, half-cocked and wearing ladies' clothes. I don't know why he wants to do that, but he doesn't. We'll tell you who that is in just a few minutes. Uh, the, the, the next person, ladies and gentlemen, that's been waiting here is through our talk shoe video service. He is, of course, a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, a member of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, the general manager of WCW US Fan Empire on Facebook. Also... <clears throat> Also, of course, part of the team that brings you Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the man with, the man with, of course, the uh, the golden voice here, of course, and also sometimes likes to get up and dance like Stevie Wonder, but I don't know why he wants to do that. <laughs> no, but he's okay. He, he's cool. He's cool. Um, and also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, now coming up, now on the line here, a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. Also, of course, known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the Radio Network Circles, a contributor to WCWS Raw Radio, and also, of course, 
Of course, ladies and gentlemen, another multi-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, think about his other nickname here besides the Heartbreak Kid. You know he his other nickname, of course. You compare that to, of course, one of the central characters from the classic 60 sitcom Happy Days where he has the white T-shirt, the leather jacket, the black slick black hair, and then with a snap of the fingers, able to bring the girls all to him out there at one time. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and introduce him, of course, here in this order here, ladies and gentlemen. First off, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Second of all, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. And number three, the man who, of course, I was just now talking about, does a little something, I do believe, just like this. They went, hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is the heartbreaking hey, hey, hey. to hear with us. Thank you very much. So, J.D., Justin, and Fonzie, welcome. And I do have some other birthdays, and I do have some other birthdays to report. Okay. I, uh, hold on once. Okay, hold on. I, I, I know, J.D., but stay on your horse there. I'll, I'll untie your horse in a minute. So give me just one second. Welcome, of course, to episode 928, of course, here, of course, on uh, Revolution here tonight. Of course, that's what she said, by the way, J.D., so keep that in mind. <laughs> Uh, but now, ladies and gentlemen, I think JD has some more stuff he wants to add. So please, JD, go ahead and see. Let's see what else you got on the table. We also want to wish happy 41st birthday to Holly Madison, model today. 34th birthday to TJ Oshie, of course, of the Washington Capitals of your Capitals, John, which, by the way, we'll be playing with you guys in a few weeks with hockey season starting on January 13th and 15th against the Flyers and then against the Capitals here in Pittsburgh to start the season. Happy 50th birthday to the Nike Cowboy. Yes, the Nike Cowboys celebrating a birthday today. Happy 74th birthday to Susan Lucci, if you will. And in the sports world, however, we also want to wish happy birthday to Jamie Noble, former WCW Cruiserweight and WWE agent. Today also is a very special birthday, of course, however, for a lot of other people, however, including ladies and gentlemen, former Michigan quarterback and current Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh, turning 57. Of course, he was coach of the year Woody Hayes Trophy Award winner in 2010 and 2011, two times a Pioneer League champion. He won the was in the Pro Bowl 95 as well as AFC Offensive Player of the Year, Big Ten Most Valuable Player, Fiesta Bowl Champion 86, and third in Heisman Trophy voting in 1986. He also, believe it or not, however, coached the 49ers Stanford and, of course, was the quarterback's coach with the Raiders. In the postseason, he's won 5 of 8, 2 of 7 in college, however. In the NFL, 49-22 and won 68%, 62% of the postseason. Amazing. 28% in college are college wise 107 and 49 68% regular season 44 19 and 1 69% 103 and 40 in the regular season in college are 72% he completed 77.6% of his passes 26,288 yards 129 to 117 interception to touchdown ratio also happy birthday goes out to Pittsburgh Steeler former legend Jack Ham Ham, of course, born in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, of course, attended, of course, Bishop McCord High School, was drafted by Penn, of course, by the Sears in the second round, pick 34 after attending Penn State. He had 32 picks, two touchdowns, a four-time Super Bowl champion, six-time first-team All-Pro, 74-79, second-team All-Pro, two-time, 73-80, Defensive Player of the Year, 75, was a member of the 75th anniversary, 100th anniversary all-time team, consensus All-American at Penn State, and an all-decade team in the 70s. He is an eight-time Pro Bowler and 16 first-off Pro, 74-79, 612 25 in one of the color analysts of the Penn State Football Network today. Of course, uh, Harvard born Toledo, Ohio, attended Polo Alto High School and was drafted first overall, pick 26, after attending Michigan in 1987. And there are rumors that he could be heading either to the Atlanta Falcons, possibly, maybe staying in Michigan and coaching the Detroit Lions or going to the New York Jets. So happy birthday to all of them. Also, happy birthday to the Golden Boy Paul Horning, formerly of Notre Dame, 
who tragically we lost earlier this year. Horning today would have been 85. He played, of course, for the Packers and the Saints, a Super Bowl champion, however, in the first Super Bowl. was a four-time champion, however, 61, 62, 65, and 66, 59, 60, Pro Bowler, 60 and 61, however, first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro, 59, MVP, 61, Burt Bell, winner, 61, rushing touchdowns, leader in 60, All-Decade team in the 60s, Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame and Heisman Trophy Award, first-team All-American, 55, 56, with Notre Dame and a member of the Packers Hall of Fame, 3,711 rushing yards, 50 rushing touchdowns, 1480 receiving yards, 12 receiving touchdowns, 66 out of 140, 47% as far as field goals go, 98% when it came to extra points, however, 190 of 194, a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, College Football Hall of Fame, so happy birthday to them. Also, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to a friend of mine, Howard, who will be turning 45 tomorrow, my friend Aaron, with an A. Happy birthday to him, as he is a Christmas Eve guy. And yesterday, folks, we had some big birthdays as well, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Garvey of the LA Dodgers, of course, ladies and gentlemen. And Padres formerly playing 18 years in the big leagues, a 10-time All-Star, 74 through 81, 84 and 85, World Champion 84, NL MVP 74, 78 and 70, 84, NLCS MVP. The writer was born in Tampa, Florida, of course, by a 294 with 2,600 hits, 272 home runs, 1,308 runs batted in. He is a uh, four-time Gold Glove Award winner, 75 4 through 77, 81. He won the Clemente Award, and his Padres jersey is retired. 1980, uh, number six has been retired. Also, happy birthday goes to Steve Lefty Carlton, believe it or not, formerly of the, uh, like I said, uh, Philadelphia Phillies, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, the St. Louis Cardinals. Carlton was born in Miami, of course. He turned 76 yesterday. 329, 244 with the 322 ERA, 41-36 strikeouts go. Played 23 years in the bigs, however, with the Cardinals, Phillies, Giants, White Sox, Indians, and Twins. He made it to the Hall of Fame in 1994, 95.8% of the ballot. He is a member of the Philadelphia Phillies Wall of Fame. His jersey number has been retired at 32. Five-time strikeout leader, 72, 74, 80, 82, and 83. ERA lead, leader in 72. Wins leader in 72, 77, 80, and 82. Gold Glove Award winner in 81. Triple Crown Award winner in 72. Two times a world champion for the Cardinals and Phillies, 67 and 98, respectively. 72, 77, 80, and 82. Cy Young Award winner. And a 10-time All-Star, 68, 69, 71, 72, 74, 77, 79 through 82. And happy birthday, speaking of Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen, goes out to the legendary baseball manager, Connie Mack. Connie Mack, of course, ladies and gentlemen, would have been today, uh, on yesterday, I should say, 158. He played, of course, 10 years in the Bigs, man, 245 with 659 hits, however, five home runs, 265 runs batted. But it was managerial where he struck big, 76-79 games, however, 3,731 and 39-48. He also played for the Nationals as a player. For three years, the Bisons won, and the Pittsburgh Pirates were several. He also managed the Pirates and the Philadelphia A's. He is a member of the Philadelphia Baseball Wall of Fame, and the most major wins, losses, and games managed in Major League history. A five-time world champion, 1910, 11, 13, 29, 30. He, of course, was inducted by the Veterans Committee in 1937 to the Baseball Hall of Fame. So happy birthday to him. And, John, by the way, to answer your question, Howard, it was in Nashville, Tennessee, that Masato Tanaka did defeat Mike Austin for the ECW Championship. It was eight days later that Tanaka did face off with Austin in a rematch. And, of course, Austin won the belt then, setting up the matchup for guilty as charged 2000. So you had your day a little mixed up, Howard, where it was. It was actually 20 years ago, like I said, today in Nashville. And then it was the following week, eight days later, that it happened involving Awesome and Tanaka, the rematch on White Plains here in Westchester, if you will. So there you go. Okay. Uh, uh, thank some you. other news. Thank you, Raymond. Sorry. And real quick, real quick, a couple other things. Sorry. Sorry. Taking all the floor, guys. Uh, let me weigh in my thoughts. And Justin knows I said this earlier today. 
uh, some other news report very quickly. However, uh, we understand, however, that James Harden, however, has been fined 50k for a violation of a protocol violation after apparently, however, he apparently tested, I guess, uh, negative for COVID-19 Monday, Tuesday, and today. He said at least horse time on Shelburne, but for uh, he decided to party. However, maskless at a club strip club earlier this week, so the NBA has decided to fine him. Uh, he also threw a basketball at a rookie basketball, one of his teammates, if you will. But the game has been canceled. Three Rocket players have passed positive or inconclusive tests. Four others have been quarantined. The game against Oklahoma City has been canceled for tonight. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Dwayne Haskins has been fined and stripped, however, by the Washington Cap uh, football team. John, sorry about that. Ron Rivera has fined him $40,000 and is no longer the captain of the team after he, too, was seen in a strip club without a mask, if you will. But the real thing I want to talk about, obviously, Howard, is what happened with the Slammies. Justin knows I said this earlier today, and I will say this, however, on record, however, very quickly, however, if you will. I think it was a joke. It was a sham. I'm glad Drew won some awards, but we did not need Karen Bailey winning any, however. And uh, the Street Profits, I'm not surprised, won the best tag team, but it was just absolutely worthless. And in bowl action today, we can tell you, however, Georgia Southern beat Louisiana Tech 38-3 in the RNL Carriers Bowl. Right now, it is in the fourth quarter. Memphis is leading, however, if you will, 25-10 against Florida Atlantic. Tomorrow, we will have for you, of course, Hawaii and Houston. And also on Friday, Marshall and Buffalo. And one final note, however, New England Patriots assistant Jed Fish is now going to be introduced as the new Arizona Wildcats coach, however, apparently as he replaced Kevin Sumlin. Sumlin was fired, of course, a few weeks ago, however, if you will, however, as he was fired, believe it or not, however, after two seasons with the Rams as a senior offensive assistant, and was also the offensive coordinator for one season at UCLA, as well as the Jaguars. Sumlin was fired earlier this month, the day after they lost to Arizona State 70-7. to and also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand Terry Bowden, Bowden, ladies and gentlemen, has been named the new Louisiana Monroe head football coach, however, after being a graduate assistant, however, at Clemson, where he's pursuing a master's degree. He coached six years with Akron, going 35 and 52 with two bowl appearances. Athletic Director Scott McDonald said in a statement announcing the hiring earlier today, however, we are extremely excited to welcome Terry to our Warhawk family's head football coach. He has won at all levels of college football, beginning as the youngest head coach in the country in his first job at Salem College, and continued after his tenure at Stanford and Auburn, where he consistently competed for SEC championships. He followed with success in North Alabama and Akron, where he laid the zips to their first bowl in school history. Bound, of course, will replace, however, Matt Vitar, who was fired three weeks ago after an 0-10 start, however, and a 19-39 record at the school. Bowden's name emerged last week, however, and they had also been talking with Memphis passing game coordinator John Simon, John Sloan of Louisiana Tech offensive coordinator, and ULM offensive coordinator Matt Kubiak, as well as others. He returned to coaching, of course, at North Alabama, leading the program for two years, going 29-9, and his college, co- college coach is on 175 and 114. He coached Auburn for five years, going undefeated, finishing number four nationally in his first season on the Plains. However, he went 47-17 at the school before resigning following a 1-5 start in 98. He then began a media career working as an analyst for ABC Television and West One Radio and writing for Yahoo Sports before getting back into coaching today. So, again, sorry we have a lot of news to cover, and we got pretty much almost all the news covered as we speak. So there you go. Okay. One thing I will say about about it, and I pretty much commented on this. There was, of course, obviously a story on YouTube. I mean, 411 Mania on this, um, especially the fact that you know, for someone trying to be in character here and 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 talk about uh, and, and talk about the, and talk about uh, 
and gloating over the fact about she was doing all this for the fans, which no, which actually none of the fans liked what she did during the, the entire year to begin with. That you know what 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 really, what really got me was that she even went on Twitter and saying that she hates the fans. Yeah, I saw that. That was stupid. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I went on record, of course, saying, of course, and during my news segment, and I think Justin, you heard me say it. John, I think you heard me say it. Yeah. I, I pretty, I pretty much called her a slut. Because that's what she. That's I mean, that's what it is. She is. I mean, the thing, the thing about it is, the, the, the thing, the thing about it is. Is that you know she's still trying to be like a big shot and all that, despite the fact that a, for example, she doesn't have the women's tag title belts anymore. B, she doesn't have the SmackDown women's title belt anymore. That just simply because of that that she held those belts for a long time. Plus, also the fact that she made number one in the PWI women's five hundred. We talked about that. What was it back sometime last month? I think. I think it was, it was sometime and, middle of October. It was sometime October or mid to late. I think September, October. I can't remember one of the two. Yes. Right, It was about a month or so ago. A month or two ago when we talked about mm-hmm. it. Anyway, she still acts like she's on top of the freaking mountain, and she doesn't have any. She doesn't have anything to show for. Anything to show. Show now. Because here's, but here's the thing. Sasha's a SmackDown Women's Champion now. Oscar and Charlotte Flair are holding the women's tag titles now. Okay, and 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 and, and the thing about even berating the fact that she even got you know she, I mean she was saying she was she was up for like six slammies, and she only ended up getting two. Number one, the double fall. Was that all necessary? Much, not well, for for her. She felt it. I'm sure she felt it was. Because she went and she when she just went on there and just berated the fans. Yep. And just berated. She said she was doing it for everybody. She 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 turned her back on the fans to do that for the fans. They don't make no cotton picking freaking sense. No. I mean, one time let me tell you something. I thought Bailey was one of the most coolest female competitors out there. I'm not doubting her wrestling ability. We're all not doubting her ability. Mm-mm. It's her blame. It's her attitude. It's her blame. Her attitude. It's her. Too. I mean, it's the fact the fact that she just because that she had goals for an extended period of time, she still feels like she still has it, and she still feels like she's on, as Ric Flair used to say, Space Mountain. But she's not anymore. She's been knocked off that roller coaster. She's been knocked off the hill oh. right there. And, and so, and so, she, and so, hold on. Hold on. Made, I'm sorry, Justin. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on one second. Let me finish this thought. All I'm saying is, that's why one thing I've always said, J.D., you've heard me say it. John, you've heard me say it. I think, Fonzie, you may have heard me probably say this from time to time. Whenever you're given something that, that, that gives you the sensation of a position of power, okay, the thing about it is they give it to you because they believe, because people believe in their heart that you are responsible enough to handle it. The thing about it is, is that Bailey was given too much of it because number one, she won the SmackDown Women's Title, held it for a long extended period of time. Three hundred days. She became. Yeah, thank you. She became one half of the women's tag team titles along with Sasha until, of course, like I said, she had that blooming attitude because they couldn't win it back after Nia and Shayna Baszler 
beat the tar out of them. I will give Nia Jax that one credit. They beat the tar out of Bailey and Sasha. But, I mean, that was, that's beside the point. But the thing about it is that simply be, and, and even because, because of all this, like I said, you know, that she's the only reason why she's still on, still on cloud nine is because of, 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 like I said, number one, that, you know, she wins and wins, okay, two slammies today. But then, of course, also she gets the number one uh, um, ranking in the, Pete, in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated top women's 500 list of female competitors. Okay. Yeah, she's earned. She's earned. You may have earned some of that and all that, but just because you earn it does not necessarily mean that you have to berate people that helped you get to it. So my bottom line is, and I'm sure that you yeah, all yeah, but but, but, but Justin, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna say this, and Justin, I know you want to speak. Let me let me finish this. I, when I get on the roll, man, I I have to I have to finish. I'm sorry. That's just my JD knows that's my and everybody here knows that's my nature. But my my but my, 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 my bomb line. Anyway, but my my bottom line here is, is is pure and simple. When you're given that, learn to handle it the right way. Learn to handle it correctly, because like I said, you hold on to it and all that. It goes to your head. Let me tell you something. We're all human beings. And there's only one God in this universe, and he's uh, He's up above looking after all of us. It's not one single solitary person on earth and all that. Nobody, not one person rules, one God rules everybody over everyone. We look to him. We don't look to anybody looking here, acting here, thinking that they're all high and mighty like <coughs> Trump is. So anyway, bottom line here is if you're going to be given that power and responsibility, be responsible with it. If you if you can't handle it, then you shouldn't have gotten it in the first place. Plain and simple. So, Bailey, get your lips off of Vince McMahon's old alabaster keister right now and get back, get back here and get back, get back off of, your, off of cloud nine and get back to earth. And like I said, start doing what you should be doing is, like I said, is giving, is giving everything you can for these fans and all that. Because, like I said, just because not everybody has a success that you have does not necessarily mean you have to rub it in our faces. Plain and simple. JD, I know you and Justin have something to say, but I had to get that off my chest. But that story right there, when I saw that and all that, that right there pissed me off. Okay. And when I when I see something like that, someone acting arrogant, I don't I hate arrogance, guys. I hate people thinking they're better than everybody else. Nobody yeah. is better than anybody else. Nobody is. Justin, J.D., let Justin say what he's going to say, and then you yeah. say what you're going to say. Justin, go ahead. I apologize, Justin. Please go ahead and share uh, your thoughts. I mean, I, I, I mean, well, right. I like. I'm a fan of Babel. What, what, what was that all about? I mean, what what did fans ever ever did 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 to her? I mean, I mean, every all the fans had had respected our right, Bailey. What, 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 what's up, girl? What's right. up, girl? I mean. I mean, the fans, Bailey. The fans, the fans admired you all these all these years, and and you and what do you, and what do you do? You you and you out there, and you go out there, go out line, have the nerve to to um berate all the fans for for no reason. Why don't you look in the mirror? Why don't you look in the mirror? I mean, yeah. I mean, you even made that little kid that little kid cry when you broke all all those 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 
those um teddy bears and the those balloon. um balloons. The balloon yeah. men, yeah. Like I mean, yeah. yeah. But yeah, and and and, and, and I mean, is uh, I mean, I, I understand why why Bailey why you're acting like this 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 way. I mean, you got what you wanted. I mean, uh, um, I mean these fans. These, I mean, you last year on fans were just told was just uncalled for. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, what what what, what what's this? What, what's is this? Is this about the fact that um that that you that um you you haven't been put been getting any any pushes late, lately? Pushes lately? Is I mean, is this because you, you, I mean, um, I'm sharp. I mean, I, I don't know. No, but ba ba Bailey, you, um, you you need to um stop stop acting like acting like you need to, you need to grow up. Stop acting like this and. Start and, and show so um support the support fans because they because they really like you the way you are they really the, the way the way they look they really like the way you are because you're gimmick because of the way you how you've been through yeah you yeah um you haven't got no no tie opportunity so so why don't you just look in the mirror girl just look in the mirror if you want to blame someone blame. Blame, 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 blame yourself. Not, I mean, the fan. If the fans didn't, didn't turn on, I mean, you didn't turn on the fan. Um, you're acting like the whole fucking WWE universe turned his back. Like the whole fucking WWE universe turned. Like the whole world threw through your ass under a bus or something. I mean, no, look she in the took mirror, the fans Bailey, under look in the mirror. She took the fans under the bus. Like, you're acting like. I'm sorry. You're, you're 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 acting like the whole world, like the whole damn world, um, is revolving around on your ass. I mean, if, I mean, I mean, the fan, the fan, the fans didn't um they, they didn't do anything to you. They didn't turn turn on you. You you didn't um they didn't turn on you. You turned on them. But you, but you know, but you know what, Bailey? Because you're ego. But you, but you know what, but you know what, Bailey? Your time is gonna come very next year. If they, if, if if Bianca, if Bianca, let's say if Bianca Belair wins the 2021 Royal Rumble, she's gonna come after you at WrestleMania 37, and the world and the yep. world's reality will come crashing down on you soon, Bailey. Yep. And what goes around comes around. Oh, sure. and that's all I have to say. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, you're right, Justin. I think, I mean, the way she's been acting since the heel turn since back, I think it was in the middle of the summer, however, I mean, like you said, I mean, her attitude is completely sucked. The fans are just totally fed up with her bullshit. No pun intended, however. And I think she uh, and, needs and, a reality check. I mean, I think she got that reality check, and you guys might agree with me, you guys might disagree with me, in Hell in a Cell. Back in October when she fought Sasha. I mean, those two tore those tore each other limb from limb, literally. And it was ugly. It was ugly to watch. Yes, it was. Now, let me point this Let me point this out. 
You remember when, whenever we heard the reasoning behind this change was because was that she, she Bailey said it herself, she was willing to do it because she said she was getting to be in her 30s and she said she needed to grow up a little bit more than what than the character that she was playing. And Justin pretty much just kind of put it up best. This girl hadn't grown up a bit at all. She hasn't grown. She she hasn't grown up a bit at all. I mean, I mean, she's it's just the same person. It's just that, like I said, she just gone complete. She's done a complete one eighty. I mean, I mean, even when goes so far as to is to is to shaving a number one in the back of her head because she won that PWI thing. The and guys, y'all been. Yeah, and I know John and Fonzie might have a little comment about this. Fonzie, do you have anything to say about all this thing involving Bailey that we've been talking about here? Fonzie, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, any thoughts about what we've been talking about here with Bailey? She's a C word. That's all I gotta say. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. And let me tell you something. And you know, you know. I mean, one thing I remember. I remember. You know, all these wrestlers have been asked since WWE and Impact and all of them have been doing the empty arena things, you know, events, yeah. right? Okay. You know, Bailey was one of those people that was asked about how have you, how have you, of course, uh, um, adjusted to this, to this, to this, this, this little change here in the fact that there are no fans and all that. I mean, she was one of those even said that to her, the fans were a distraction. That she wasn't having to worry about listening to the fans and she was focusing on competing. You talk about arrogance right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, yeah. let me tell you something. What has, what, and this is one thing, Jenny, you can agree with me on this. A lot of wrestlers have said this for years and they continue to say this to this very day. The wrestlers of the past and the present, and of course, hopefully, a lot of them that will probably end up having a future in this business. Here that will carry that torch on down the line are going to all say this one simple solitary thing. We would not be here today if it hasn't been for the fans. It has been said, it has been documented, it has been put out there, and not just WWE, it's been it's been said everywhere. Now say tell me someone tell me tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Because I've heard that many, many times that everywhere. I've heard it WWF, WWE, WCW. I've heard it. I'm sure JD, you heard it in ECW. Yeah, in the old ECW, days back uh, in the USWA, AWA, Florida Championship Wrestling, Georgia. Yep, mm -hmm, definitely. A lot of them have said that. If it hadn't been for the fans, you would not. If it hadn't been for the fans, we would not be where we're at today. Even one of the greatest men of all time, the two-time Hall of Famer, 16-time World Heavyweight Champion. Member of the infamous Four Horsemen, Nature Boy Ric Flair, even said it himself. He even said it. I even heard him say it. 
and a lot of these, him and Hogan and Stone Cold and Brown, all of these greats have said it. So no upstart like Bailey cannot deny the fact that the fans brought her to that dance, brought her to the opportunity to win the NXT Women's title, be one of the first ones to hold that, then coming into the big business here, teaming up with a lot of these great superstars in the past and present, and you know going through this meteoric rise that she's had and everything like that, and all that, have all these credentials under her belt and all that. She cannot deny the fact that if it wasn't for the fans, she would not be where she's at now. Nobody, man or woman, cannot say that. Nobody can, period. I know a lot of them say, well, we don't do it to please the fans. I say, well, like I said, well, you better because that's because like I said, that's the only support you're going to end up having. And that's, yeah. where that's where the leadership of the, of the company that you're working for, that's what they look at. They look at the fans, the fans' attitude towards you. Now, I've heard that said, too. If the fans give yeah. you a positive response, then, okay, you're somebody we want to use for other things. It's been said. Top, bottom line, deep down. So, but all I got to say is, all I got to say is, like I said, Bailey in 2021 better bite her freaking tongue and all that. So she's going to, yeah, I'm oh, sure, yeah. I'm sure. 20, no doubt about it. It's going to be. Like she's going to have a. She's going to have a change of attitude, of course. She better have a change of attitude in 2021. Or else, mm -hmm. like I said, WWE is going to show her out the door, and she may not be able to get in anywhere else. I don't even know if Cody would want her in AEW, you know, with that attitude she's got. So. We'll just have to wait and see with all what happens there. Let's give you this one more time here, folks. Episode 928 of WWS Revolution, 1605-562-0444. Call no way. Pound. Hold on one second. Uh, Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020, 10, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, the Iceman, Jeremy Duramo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here with you here this evening. Uh, uh, and like I said, there, I would like to try to go ahead. Um, I don't know if, uh, let's check in. I don't know if anyone is keeping up with AEW or not. I know it was supposed to start late because of the NBA thing on stuff on TNT. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that up. Uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, watching it right now. I'm watching it. Yeah, me too. By the way, Juice Robinson okay. has been pulled from Wrestle Kingdom 15, guys. He was supposed to face Kenta. For the IWGP US title right to challenge briefcase. According to the announcement, he suffered a fractured orbital bone and missed today's Road to Tokyo Dome show. He will not compete. Instead, however, it has been changed. However, it was supposed to be Juice Robinson Toa Henair versus Kenton J. White. It will now be Toa Henair and Satoshi or Satoshi Kojoma, if you will. I'm trying to get better with my Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Bear start teaching me in the new year versus Kent and Jay White. Also, speaking of AEW, did you guys see they're doing a Christmas story tomorrow night of AEW superstars? They're going to have MJF as Ralphie. They're going to have Grover Dill as Allie. Scott Farkas as Ricky Starks. JR and uh, Tony are like the narrators. And then I think Brandy and Cody are uh, the old man and uh, Ralphie's mom. I'm not sure who's uh, Flick and Schwartz in them. I think some guys from the inner circle. I think, like, uh, I think Santana Ortiz are. I'm not sure. But they're doing, like, an AEW Christmas Story variation crossover starting tomorrow night. But, yeah, 
Uh, I did see, Howard, I was reading the results, Howard. I heard tonight, Howard, the Velveteen Dream did return to NXT tonight. Mercedes Martinez, where has she been the last few months? She finally returns tonight. Rhea Ripley, however, has her agenda set on Miss Dakota Kai. We heard Birchler can one. We heard Isaiah Swerve Scott run. Dakota, Rhea Ripley beat Dakota Kai. Uh, next week, however, we heard, however, I guess there's going to be a big match next week, however. Uh, possibly yeah, Johnny Gargano and... Rough. Yeah. Well, yeah. Johnny, you thought you had a great Christmas with uh, your, uh, let's just say, you talk about arrogance. And Justin will back me on this, Howard. This girl, of course, we know is the Poison Pixie. And she can be a poison, a little pissing it too, but uh, she's oh, also yeah. paranoid. Oh, NXT. In, like, oh, in NXT. Kansas. You yeah. know what? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I did not watch that, that crappy um, Garganos, Garganos. They're arrogant. That Christmas thing with Gargano's, they're arrogant and they're they're co- they're, they're egotistical. Now, I hope I, was, I I wish someone would shut 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 this these two couple these couples up. Yeah. And yeah, other, I'm just taking a look and see if we got some other news to report. Uh, the Bucks uh, lost the Thriller tonight, 122-121. A great game though, no doubt. About Giannis scored 35 tonight. Our you talk about a, a preview, maybe the Eastern Conference Final, a really good game tonight, Howard, there in, uh, like I said, Beantown, Howard, Giannis with 35, however. Uh, Jason Tatum, of course, for the South scored 30, however. It was a very, very good game, however. And, of course, uh, we got some other games going on. Charlotte right now lost a tough one night, 121-114. Uh, Justin, your boys beat the Knicks tonight. Shaq's boys, 121-107. Uh, they're in Indiana. Indiana did, I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> suffered a tough half, 131-107. Jimmy Fowler had 19, but your Pacers won by 14. And uh, like I said, uh, other than that, uh, as far as uh, anything in the bowl season, uh, we can tell you, like I said, Memphis did finish their season 7-3, 25-10. They did win, however, so... There you go. And, of course, earlier today we mentioned Georgia Southern did defeat Louisiana Tech 38-3 in the RNL Carriers Bowl. I mean, Shy Wartz, however, had uh, one touchdown on a buck 26 passing, but the Bulldogs finished 5-5. Five five. Georgia Southern finishes this season 8-5. And, of course, tomorrow we've got bowl games there and Friday, of course, and we got a plethora of games on today, including Coastal Carolina, which I said this to Shaq today, and I think a lot of people in the United might disagree. This is a team, really, in all honesty, in my opinion, totally got the screwing of a lifetime. They're 11 and 0. They should be in a better bowl when they're what they're going to be in. However, the committee overlooked them. I understand Texas A&M is a five. They'll be playing your boys in the Orange Bowl, Chad, North Carolina, Miami. That's going to be a pretty good game, I feel. Oklahoma's going to play uh, a week from tonight, Florida, in the Cotton Bowl. That'll be good. But I'm sorry, you know, Georgia and Cincinnati, the Peach Bowl. Coastal Carolina, how I beat BYU, and I think one other team, another team or two, how are in the top 15 this year. They played all 11 games. They're 11 and 0, and they played in a weak conference. Okay, the committee overlooks them. Give me a break, and then we'll have a major rant about something later on, how are to close the show, which is non, uh, let's just say, sports related. It's a a statement, a interesting political statement. What has happened last year, and believe me, I'm not going to bite my tongue when I say this, and believe me, I'm going to go off on this very, very much. So you guys better be ready. It's going to okay. be ugly. Okay, well, thank you all, gentlemen, of course, for giving us some updates here about AEW and NXT. By the way, of course, J.D., I did hear about, of course, AEW supposed to be doing a 
Christmas story uh, set up here. I found out one. Uh, I found out someone was supposed to be playing another uh, infamous part from that movie. Believe it or not, uh, playing the part of the of the school flagpole, which Schwartz puts his tongue on, is you, the Iceman Jerry Drombo. <laughs> Crap! No one found that freaking funny. Oh, jeez. Oh, come on, mm-hmm. man. Give me a break. Okay, is it just me or is no one is no one laughing at my jokes? Okay. No, it's not. I guess they don't like it. Just, I, mean, we, I mean, I'm I'm sure some of us are just got a lot of stuff on our. I mean, we got some stuff on our mind, but we're trying to laugh, especially, and I'm laughing inside though. Okay. Well, y'all, y'all will of course be happy to know, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, as we did tell you the other day, we did add, of course, some playlist of some classic. Uh, Major League Baseball games, NHL games, NBA games, NFL games, and also some classic boxing matches on the Sports Roundup page. I'm happy to report that I've added yet another playlist. I added it earlier this evening. Classic 1980s NBA games. Yeah. There's about 200 on the playlist. So definitely go on the Sports Roundup page and pull up that playlist. And you can enjoy some classic basketball games. Of course, like I said, you know, when there's no good sports on right now, you can, of course, catch ba- ba- sports in, in their full glory right there, here, ladies and gentlemen. Also, of course, check out NASCAR US High Octane History, as we got a lot of classic uh, NASCAR races from the past and the present. You can check that out here today here as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you, of course, an update here. I'm sure everyone's been wanting to hear about on the pay-per-view prediction center page about, of course, the two poll matches that we have currently up right now. Um, of course, as you know, the finals of the NXT U.S. Heritage Cup Championship Tournament. Of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, taking on the Black Widow Michelle and Dodds. And, of course, also the tiebreaker poll to determine who will win, who will be declared the official winner of the TLC prediction title challenge. Uh, by the way, I will point out, like I said here, that John, Shaq, and Mitt tied for first. That's why we're doing this this tiebreaker poll to begin with. Uh, but um, but there has not been a whole lot of movement in either one of these matches. So I will point out, everyone has until to, uh, Friday night, Christmas night on Revolution, to of course get some more votes in here. Of course, so definitely do some voting on here today. It's on the pay-per-view prediction center page. Uh, the match here to determine the new NXT US Heritage Cup championship. Right now, John and Michelle are tied at two votes apiece. So this is getting the matches match is getting very, very good here. So like I said here, if this goes in towards Friday, if it's still in if someone can it breaks the tie, of course, before Friday. It's going to be interesting to see who pulls this win off here. But like I said, John and John Michelle, of course, going for this belt. So like I said, if you care to do some voting on that, it's still up there. So please, please do so. And as far as the tiebreaker poll is concerned, uh, there hasn't been a whole lot of voting on this one except for one vote in this so far. And that one vote has gone to the human suplex machine, John Bolt. Uh, right now, Shaq and Mitt do not have any votes on there at all. So, like I said, if you want to vote on the on either one of these two polls, it should be on the very top of the pay-per-view prediction center page. 
you can go on there right now and post your votes um, to, of course, see who it will pull off the win here and who will earn that opportunity oh, for, a future, for a future for a future singles and tag team championship match of their choosing. So, uh, <clears throat> so definitely, of course, definitely, of course, uh, check in on that. Now, tomorrow's schedule, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I will go ahead and point this out. Uh, right as as we did say, NWO Wolfpack will be preempted tomorrow night due to, of course, Christmas Eve. However, we are, we are not 100% sure about what the official plans are for tomorrow's episode of WCW US Wrestling Debate. I have not spoken with Shaq to see if or anybody involved, anybody who is planning on being on that show tomorrow if that show is going to go on, it is standing by to be to to, to air on uh, air tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Now I'm not sure unless of course it is changed or something like that by that time. But uh, right now as it stands, the show is set to go on tomorrow night at seven o'clock. One three nine nine two five pound. Of course, a lot of stuff on the table including Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT. Of course, talking about the results for TLC. Also, Ring of Honor, Impact, and everything else. Shaq and the NWO of Madness Kingdom will be on there, of course, to throw a whole lot of big-time debates on the table right there. Uh, I do know that earlier this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, J.D. and Justin were, I'm sure, I'm sure among the hosting hosting uh, panel to a park minute, but Shaq and I were at the Sports Machine Desk today, and you can go back and listen to episode 22. It was 64 minutes, however. Last week, however, five days before, it was an hour and a half, and then the week before that, it was 80-some minutes. So, folks, definitely listen to 20, we're on 22 episodes. We're going to be hitting Michael Jordan's mark hopefully next week, but yes, folks, we hit 60, about an hour to an hour and five, an hour and ten minutes today. It was a pretty good show. Shaq and I discussed a lot on the table, TLC, we discussed the AEW, NXT, of course, the NBA, we talked Major League Baseball, the NFL, college football, we had a lot to discuss, Justin, we definitely missed you today, man, I'll admit, but we will be back, hopefully, maybe next Friday, if not, we might do a very special uh, early New Year's uh, show next Thursday, folks, we were in discussions about that, we'll let you know more about that, but folks, we will keep you informed. Yes, Nate. Thank you very much. Of course, Sports Machine, of course, is one of the big-time shows here. I will point out here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, one plan that we do have for 2021 here in WWS Radio Network. While I have a few moments, and while I have, of course, this great group of guys right here as witnesses to this, ladies and gentlemen, like I said before, we have been, we have been, of course, on fire here with, of course, a lot of great episodes on all of our shows here. And, of course, I'll run them down right fast. Revolution, Wolfpack, WWS Raw Radio, of course, WWS Outside the Ropes, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate. Also, of course, <clears throat> also, of course, ladies, in, uh, let me see. Uh, yes, WWS Power Hour, of course, even WCWS This Morning. And also, of course, now the Sports Machine. Uh, however, of course, we have been doing, making every attempt possible to get, we have other shows in the radio network that have not, we have not been able to get course off the ground some of which have not been off the ground for quite a long time and we are going to be working with everybody here hopefully like i said with 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 of course with the with of course the assistance of a lot of the, a lot of these great guys right here of course jd 
John, Fonzie, Justin, and I'm sure a lot of our other guys here as well. Um, we hope to, of course, get a lot more of these shows up and running here, of course, in 2021. Um, I'm sure and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, is going to be working on trying to get some of the shows that she was hosting, of course, up and going. Uh, we hope to get King W O Gerard T. Smith back in, of course, to take care of the two shows that he's that he, of course, has been uh, has been a big time part of. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, we hope to, of course, like I said, get w, the WWS Radio Network back up to full force here. And what I mean by that here, folks, like I said, is that all these shows may not be on. At, like I said, with the exception of the shows I just mentioned um, here, of course, which of course have their own schedules and everything like that, as you of course sure have noticed here and there. We do have, we do have, we do have, of course, uh, like I said, a lot of shows right now that, like I said, have not been on the air for a while. I mean, we've been working on trying to get them, of course, scheduled, um, and also trying to find, of course, uh, we've been, we were hoping, we we're also hoping to try out, of course, if possible, a new host for it. Of course, as you know, recently, of course, Shaq took over. Wrestling Revisited and Wrestling Debate, of course, from the Iceman, Jared Drama earlier this year due to, of course, an operation that J.D. had to have to remove his penis. I mean, to a kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you yeah. like to know that? <laughs> well, we also tell you, as of, uh, as of Monday, folks, we'll be hitting number 273. We are 27 episodes away from the magic number 300. So we're going to be hitting that 300 mark, hopefully sometime early in 2021. We'll let you know, but uh, this Monday, folks, we'll talk more about that. Actually, Christmas night, what we got planned for the final Raw of 2020 here on Raw Radio, and give you an early taste of what's going to be upcoming in the new year. So you must stay tuned. Okay, absolutely, and of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, with of course the support of a lot of these guys here, we hope to, of course, like I said, try out, of course, different different guys here to, of course, uh, possibly take over the hosting duties of a lot of these shows. Including, of course, like we said, uh, uh, in addition to, of course, Shaq, of course, taking over wrestling revisit and wrestling debate, and also taking care of sports machine for us. Also, of course, uh, uh, we're hoping to, of course, to get Danny from Oak Park back up. Of course, we have one lined up for him. We have a couple, of course, one or two more to, uh, in line for the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. We hope to get, uh, of course, like I said, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. We may even give the Soul Man right here. Um, an opportunity to, of course, oversee oversee a show here. If, of course, if Justin is well, is is up for the challenge, as they always say, uh, the King of Clubs, yep, the King yeah. of Clubs, okay. Well, well, I'm talking about taking doing 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 my job, buddy, and hosting the show is what I'm saying. Hosting oh, one, of, oh, one oh. of our shows. Yeah, you running it, man. That's what I mean. Yeah. So, well, so like I said. Just ponder that, bud. Don't just ponder it. Just think about it, okay? Just ponder. It. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you have to make a decision now, but just think about it. And of course, maybe. And who knows? And John, if you could hear me, John, we may be able. Yeah, I may okay, be and also, of course, J, uh, JD, you as a witness here, we may see we can get John to possibly take take a host take a show and, and try it out for himself too. So, um, so I mean, I know he's got his group, his GWI group, but of course, if he would like to also be uh, be a host of a WCWS radio network show, he can also. We 
I have some thoughts about possibly maybe doing, maybe extending that to him there as well. So there's a whole lot of thoughts and ideas that I have running through here. But of course, 2021 will be, of course, a big time year for all of us here. And we, as we said, we hope to, of course, be really, really big. As of course, this year, one big thing that will happen here, guys, and that is the mothership will hit number 1,000. In 2021, when I don't know, but it will hit it, so we'll have to wait and see. Because right now it's at 928, that's about 72 episodes off. So we got 72 episodes before we know when that's going to be. That could be sometime in the spring, maybe I don't know, depending upon how well we do. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but uh, we'll we'll keep you everyone informed here about all that and. But I like everyone here, of course, everyone here, like I said, the Iceman, the Heartbreak Kid, the Human Suplex Machine, and the Soul Man here to know that, like I said here, they're all a very extremely important part of the radio network here. If it wasn't for them, the radio network would not be where it, where it is. And, of course, like I said, it would not have, have lasted this long since May the 6th, 2015. That's how long this network has been in existence. And it's going to continue to stay right, there as long as, as long as I'm, as long as I'm breathing. Okay, JD, as long as, as as long as I'm breathing air, this network is going to stay. Like I said, in uh, it's going to stay, of course, in full in full in full gear operation here with that no problems here whatsoever. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let me see here. Let's let me let us see here um, if. Uh, uh, now I think Justin, you and Fonzie are keeping up with um, with AEW. Uh, does either one of you have an update about about what's going on while we're on the air here? Yeah, uh, Sting is um, Sting um, was in the ring and being interviewed by Tony Schiavone, and um, yeah. and uh, Taz FGR was conf- um, confronting him and. Darby Allen was um, came in the ring and stand stood face to face with um Sting. Mm-hmm. Well, Dar- Darby Allen has been uh, talking about you know you know it's uh he's, he's he's of course like I said just like just like all of us of course he was a wrestling fan before he was an actual wrestler and I think Sting was one of those that he actually looked up to so. Um, of course, there's always been some talk about Sting is actually going to compete in AEW. And then, of course, obviously, of course, with the injury that he suffered, you know, a few years ago. I don't think – I think they said that in Sting's capacity, is just, he's just supposed to be, like, on air, just, just, just being there. I don't think he's going to be – I don't think he's going to be, like, an actual competitor. But, I mean, because of – I think it's because of his neck injury, I believe. You know, so – uh, but uh, we'll definitely have to wait and see, of course, what happens here. Of course, here with that. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, like I said, at 10.33 p.m., of course, we have a few moments here. While I step away, I do have to step away for just a brief moment here. I think, J.D., we should be back here momentarily. In the meantime, I think, Justin, if you have any additions to your additions to the history and birthdays here, please feel free to add them on here, and I will be back here, of course, here um, um, 
uh, momentarily disinformed JD that I will be back here in just a few moments. Ladies and gentlemen, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, is going to have, of course, an addendum to, of course, our, our history and our birthday. So, Justin, please go ahead. I will be back momentarily. That's what he said. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, today is a happy 50th birthday to... Uh, Today is a happy 50th birthday to um, Japanese female wrestler who is working for the Mexican wrestling promotion, C um, CMLL, Mima Shuda. And um, 30 years ago today, 30 years ago today, um, 30 years ago today, on WWF Wrestling Challenge, Gene Oakland welcomes Brother Love and The Undertaker to the interview platform. He was referred to Kane at the time, and Bruce Pritchard, piece of garbage, who he hate um, JD as much as I do. Yeah. Brother, Brother Love tells us that, that we haven't seen nothing yet, then tells us to look. At the Undertaker and see if he needs any friends to win the Royal Rumble. And the Undertaker says there will be no resting in peace for the other 29 Royal Rumble participants in a good promo. In the soul. And 30 years ago today, and 30 years ago today, in WCW, Vader, our rest of soul, defeated Paul Lee and Barry DeVille in a handicap match on NWA WCW main event on TBS. 20 years ago today, um, Raven, what about me? What about Raven? Defeated Romeo Bliss on WWF Jack. Romeo does a bulldog, but only gets a two to count. Raven does the even flow for the win. And um, today is um, 10, and 10, 20 years ago today, after a three-year interval with the fifth holiday hell was held on December 23, 2000 in the ECW arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, United States. This was the fourth from the last event to be held by ECW and the last ever event to be held in the ECW arena. The event was released on DVD in 2013 by RF Video with commentary by Danny Doring and Tommy Dreamer. The commentators for the event were Joel Gardner and Joel's Joey Styles. Oh my God! Remember that, um, JD? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, Joey Styles, he says, Oh my God! His commentary. His commentary. The event was attended by approximately 1,000 people. The opening bout was a single match, singles match between the Blue Boy and Chili Willie. The match ended in a no contest. The second bout saw ECW World Tag Team Champions Danny Doring and Roadkill defended their titles against the Baldies. Doring and Roadkill defeated the Baldies by a pinfall to retain their titles, Roadkill pinning Angel. The third bout was a singles match between Balls Mahoney and Belvis, Belvis Wesley. Mahoney won the bout by pinfall. The fourth bout was a single match, singles match between Jerry Lynn and Spike Dudley. 
Lynn won the bout by pinfall. The fifth bout was a singles match between C.W. Anderson and Super Crazy. Anderson won the bout by submission. In the sixth, ma in the sixth bout, bout was a singles match between Easy Money and Nova. The bout ended in a no contest. The seventh bout was a six-man tag team match pitting Hot Commodity against Christian York, Joey Matthews, and Tommy Dreamer. Hot Commodity won the bout when Easy Money pinned Tommy Dreamer. The eighth bout was a two-out-of-three tag team match between the full-blooded Italians and the whole Unholy Alliance. The first fall ended a draw after Little Guido submitted Yoshi um, Yoshiro Tajiri and Tony Mamaluke submitted Mikey Whitbread simultaneously. I now pronounce that. The Unholy Allowance, Unholy Allowance won the second fall when Tajiri hit Mamaluke. Then won the third fall when Tajiri submitted Marmaluke. The main event saw ECW World Heavyweight Champion Steve Carino defended his title against Just Incredible in the Sandman in a three-way dance. Carino eliminated Credible by pinning him, then pinned the Sandman to, to retain his title. 20 years ago today, uh, in ECW in 2000, Rhino defeated Spike Dudley to retain the ECW TV title on Hardcore TV. And 10 years ago today in wrestling history, Motor City Machine Guns, Matt Morgan and Jeff Hardy defeated, um, and Hardy defeated Beer Money Incorporated, Jeff Hardy and Abyss in a, in a TNA Tag Team Championships, eight-man tag team match on TNA Impact, Impact Wrestling, and Beth Phoenix and Kat Kelly Kelly defeated Michelle McCool and Layla Laycool, who I hated, on WWE Superstars. Who's that? And um, who, who? Who are you referring to? Laycool. Oh, yeah, Michelle McCool and uh, Layla. Layla, yeah. Laycool on WWE Superstars. And there was some other, there was, I have some, there was some, other movies that were came out um from I got some other history from yesterday. Ten years ago, um ten years ago from yesterday, three movies came out in theater. Um Country Country Strong Country Strong came out. Um you remember that movie, Don't you Jay Country Strong? Yeah, yeah, Nicole King. Stars Gwyneth Country Strong. Yep. Um Little Fockers, um, Robert De Niro, yep. Harvey Keitel, Ben Stiller, Jessica Alba, and um, Terry Polo, I think, um, I think uh, yeah, I think was, was um, Barbara Streisand in it? Yeah, yeah, her and Dustin, yeah, they were they were Ben Stiller's parents. Uh, Roz and uh, Bernie. Yeah, yeah, and wow. and um, true. And true and true grit came and true grit came out um from um t ten years ago yesterday starring Jeff Bridges. Yes, and uh, that was also with Matt Damon. If you remember, he played the role of the uh, sheriff, Howard, and uh, his remake from the John uh, Wayne movie. I do uh, have some uh, NXT update to report. We understand that these matches will have uh, these matches, however, coming up at New Year's Evil 
in case anyone did not hear, here is the card right now. Right now, we'll talk more about it. Next this uh, next week, however, or in two weeks on Raw Radio, it will be Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly, as we all know, for the NXT Championship. It will now be a last woman standing match. Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. That'll be intense. A fight pit match between Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Timothy Thatcher, of course, we know Danny, of course, our good friend Danny from Mark Oak Park knows him. And, of course, it'll be Karrion Cross versus Damian Priest. We've got some pretty good matches coming oh, up, however, as far as uh, New York well, um, And I'm looking here right now. I got some other. Jericho win the first match. Sorry, uh, Justin, real quick, against Top Flight. We've got, however, right now, that is what we got so far right now is our first match of the evening on Dynamite. And, of course, we got the Young Bucks taking on the Acclaim tonight. Uh, we also have these matches listed, however, uh, as far as tonight's show goes. However, it will be Sting's interview with Tony, The Butcher. Of course, we have uh, the uh, Pack versus The Butcher and Dustin Rhodes versus Evil Uno coming up tonight as well. So we got some pretty good matches coming up this evening as far as NXT or AEW goes. But I do have the results of last night's AEW Dark Show, which I will talk about in just a few minutes, however. So I will let Justin go back to doing what he was doing, and then I will give you my thoughts about AEW Dark from last night. And I will dance around uh-huh. and wear nothing but a phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ah, oh, Lord, that was, that's a bad thought. Yeah, I'm sorry, Justin. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I had to say something stupid. Go ahead, please. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah and... um. And since um, I got some um, other wrestling history and birthdays for um, tomorrow, tomorrow right. will be the um, tomorrow will be the 51st birthday of re- um, semi-retired yeah. pro wrestler, um, professional wrestler Brad Anderson. He's the son of um, Gene Anderson. Yes. And um, tomorrow will be the 30th anniversary of of when Bobby Heenan and Grill Monsoon host a primetime wrestling Christmas Eve edition of the show. And um, tomorrow will be the 20th anniversary of when Sunday of Sunday Night Heat hosting a, um, a Christmas uh, um, um, a MTV Sunday Night Heat um, Christmas Eve special and um, movies. Movies that will come out um, 10 years ago tomorrow. Um, Let me check this out right quick. Right quick. Let me check this out right quick. Right quick. Excuse me. Whoever that was. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Movies that came out. Okay, um, tomorrow, um, ten, 10 years ago, um, wait, 10 years ago, tom- tomorrow, um, one movie that will come out um, 10 years ago tomorrow will be the movie called Gulliver's Travels. And, um, that's on Jack Black. Tomorrow, um, yeah, and, um, tomorrow will be the 30th anniversary of. 30th anniversary. Uh, 
Let's see, NF Monday. Let's see. Oh, Justin, while you're while you're talking about that, let me let me let me let me do something very very fun for just a short second. I found something very unique here. This is going to be hilarious. I saw this picture here, okay, that was posted on in another group, and it was on the main news feed on Facebook. It's got a silhouette. It's got silhouettes of 34 well-known uh, cartoon characters from the past and present. Now, I want you I, and 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 John, if you're still here, I like for you to take part in this as well. JD, I'm gonna ask you this question flat out, I, and then by by me, by you, you give me a number that I asked for. Okay. Um, I will tell you. I will tell you what cartoon character silhouette it is. So there's some of okay. these I do recognize. Sure. Um, <clears throat> pick a number between one and thirty-four. Twenty. You are Goofy. The I Disney am. character. I didn't say you, you were Goofy. I said I taught the Disney character. Of course I am. John has picked number eight, and he is the Roadrunner. Beep beep. <laughs> Justin, between one and thirty-four. One and thirty-four. Um. Yes. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. You are, if I'm looking at this correctly. You are Betty Boop. <laughs> what about you? What about you? Good thing it wasn't me. What about you? Well, um, I tell you, I, I, I tell you what here. John's already left here to go do his shows, and he's already left us for the night. But I'm gonna let you and Justin pick two of them for me, since it was only fair. And I'll tell you what okay. they are. Okay, that seems only. Okay. Yeah, between one and thirty-four, Jamie. You pick first. First one will go 10. Okay, you say 10, and Justin, what about you? Between 1 and 34. 12. 12. Well, guys, for some odd reason, you actually kind of crossed me with Yogi Bear and Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, boo boo. I'm picking it up. Hey, boo boo. You got well, those blows. Well, blow me down. Well, blow me down. Well, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the results from Dark last yeah. night, by the way, guys, in case you were curious. And here's what they are Bear Country lost to Jurassic right. Express. Bear Country Bear Bronson. Bear Boulder took on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt. Tessa Price took on Nyla Rose, of course. Nyla Rose won again with Miss, excuse me, Oink Oink Pig, Vicky Guerrero, the vacuum sucker, if you will. Sunny Kiss took on Miro. Miro defeated him. Uh, Jasmine Allure def uh, took on Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa won, however. Lee Johnson took on Stu, don't call me Dick Burt Ward Grayson. Stu Grayson won that one. Kylan King, of course, took on Alex Garcia. Garcia won that one. Mike Verna took on Peter Avalon, of course, Peter Avalon, however, if you will. Verda Vixen took on Red Velvet, Red Velvet won that one. Fuego Del Sol, Aaron Solo and Ray Jazz, J-A-Z, that is, took on Colt Boom Boom Caban, Allen Five Angels, and Preston Ten Vance of the Dark Order. The Dark Order win that one, of course. 
Layla Hurst defeated Maddie Renkowski. I, uh, this is a newcomer, I think. Terrence and Terrell Hughes took on the Gun Club. Colton and Austin Gunn, the Gun Club, won that one. Danny Limelight took on Ray Fenex. Ray Fenex won that one. And Serpenteco with Luther versus Matt Slidell. However, if you will, Matt Slidell ended up winning that one. So he had 13 matches on Dark this week. And of course, I thought they said they had Serena Deeb in the waiting room with Dr. Britt Baker, I think. What I, heard I did time. hear about that. And you know what? Serena Deeb is going to slap that bitch silly soon, I feel. I mean, really, in all honesty. I mean, it's, it's, I'm getting fed up with her crap. And um, in case you didn't hear, Fonzie knows this, and we've heard apparently. We're going to have snow in Nicey Roads. Apparently, the snow advisory is in from 7 o'clock tomorrow until 1 o'clock Friday afternoon. We could be at 3 to 6 inches of snow. So we might have a white Christmas here after all. In Pittsburgh. Well, JD, allow me to, of course, go to my automated WCWS weather center. Let me, let me kind of. Let me, I'm not, I'm not disbelieving what you're telling me, but I like, to, I like to see what it says right here, if, if I may, because I'm kind, of, you got me quite interested in this. Alexa, seven-day weather forecast for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Cold, cold, cold. For the next seven days. Expect showers on Thursday, with snow on Friday. Saturday through Tuesday should be cloudy, with snow returning Wednesday. Daytime highs will range between 23 and 52 degrees Fahrenheit, peaking on Thursday. Justin, uh, Alexa, a seven-day weather forecast for Indianapolis, Indiana. In Indianapolis, Indiana, for the next seven days, Thursday, 28 degrees Fahrenheit and cloudy skies. Friday, 21 degrees in cold temperatures. Saturday, 39 degrees in partly sunny weather. Sunday, 43 degrees in lots of clouds. Monday, 36 degrees in lots of clouds. Tuesday, 32 degrees in lots of clouds. Wednesday, 44 degrees in snowy, rainy weather. Justin, do you agree with that forecast? I agree. I agree. Okay. Also, then we go ahead and give you mine here. Oh, Matt, J.D., may I ask you, do you agree with what our medical dot just said about your forecast? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be up and down the next little while. It really, it's going to be pretty up and down the next week or so here. Even though, like I said, we're getting some pretty nasty weather here tomorrow night. Howard. And uh, I know uh, I talked to Shaq today. I think they said the Northeast is going to get slammed in pretty good. I think they're going to get uh, New York, Boston, Philly, New York, Philly. Uh, I think they're getting a pretty good uh, amount of snow, but like I said, I'm looking at the weather, however, and uh, yeah, I know we're getting, like I said here, I'm, like I said, I'm looking here right now, I mean, it's 45 right now, but we are under a winter weather advisory, however, they did say, however, from 7 o'clock to 1 o'clock, however, 3 to 5 inches could happen, northwest, southwest, and western PA, and the northern panhandle of West Virginia tomorrow, the advisory, of course, began earlier today at 12.35 p.m. and it'll last until Friday. Then I, uh, Friday, it's going to be 22 with sun and uh, clouds with a little bit of uh, rain and sleet. However, 24 on Saturday, but then 41, 43 on Sunday and Monday. It's going to be back in the 40s with sun and clouds each day. Tuesday, 30, but then 38 and cloudy on Wednesday. But then it gets weird. It's going to be 50 again on Thursday and then 40 again in rain on Friday. So it's going to be up and down like a yo-yo pretty much the next week here as we wrap up 2020 and begin 2021. Uh, Alexa, seven-day weather forecast for Trinity, North Carolina. In Trinity, for the next seven days, expect showers on Thursday, 
with sunny skies Friday through Sunday. Monday through Wednesday should be cloudy. Daytime highs will range between 38 and 61 degrees Fahrenheit, peaking on Thursday. Thank you. What's the temperature going to be in Chad. the afternoon? What did they say? Supposed to, the highs are supposed to range between 38 and 62 degrees for the next seven days. Then the 50s and here. Tomorrow, it says supposed to rain tomorrow on Christmas Eve. Yeah, they're called for rain here. So, uh, at first, they said there were possibly going to be some snow, but I guess they decided as the weather just kind of changed. I guess, see, the day or times we, we we expect to see snow around, my neck of the woods, our mountains down here ends up catching it before we even get it. Hmm. And that, 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 so, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I mean, cause it's always, it always works as a barrier right here. Also, here, late. Here, ladies and gentlemen, here. Uh, uh, um, uh, I will go and point out also, ladies and gentlemen, after, of course, some, some thinking here during the day today, with a lot of things, of course, going on, getting set here for the Christmas holiday, of course, on Friday. I have also come up with a couple of uh, some other unique uh, situations here. I am going to be officially posting. I'm actually going to do this sometime during the during the day, on fr on Friday, of course, after of course the Christmas festivities, and of course I am, and I am home resting for the for the day after spending unique time with, of course, wonderful members of my family. That I am also going to be doing something here, which is going to start before we do Revolution Friday night. What we're going, what I'm going to do. Is I am going to post another poll match on the pay-per-view prediction center page, but this is going to be truly unique because this right here is going to be truly special because our 20 of the members of the pay-per-view prediction center page are going to be are going to have the opportunity to have at a at a shot at another brand new singles and new tag team championship gold in, in, in WCWS. Those belts, I have officially come up with the name for it, and this was based on a video that I saw on YouTube. Of course, it was actually the name of the, I guess, the name of the user that posted it a long time ago, but this was his name looked truly unique to me, so I decided to call it this. It is going to be the WCWS Grapple Mania championship like and the grapple like tag team championships but 20 people from the pay-per-view prediction center page i am going to post 20 people in one poll match and here's how we're going to decide this uh and who knows justin you may be in it john you may be john may be in it jd you may be in it who knows who is going to be in it and i mean i'm still going i'm maybe even as we speak but here's why we're going to do this is that <clears throat> is that that I'm going to post 20 names in this poll. And like I said, it's going to start before Revolution on Friday. It's going to go through New Year's Day, January the 1st edition of Revolution. The one winner with the most votes wins the WCWS Grapple Mania Championship. Second and third placed, second and third highest votes 
become the WCWS Grapplemania Tag Team Champions. So, who knows? You might end up seeing your you might have seen your name there. You might be getting some votes here. So, like I said here, folks, between tomorrow and before Revolution on Friday, that poll will be up. But I may I may do it a little bit earlier than Friday. I may start a little bit earlier. I'm not sure. But uh, but just to let you know here. That is going to be uh, that's going to be something here truly unique. Like I said, Justin may be involved, JD may be involved, John may be involved, um, and of course a lot of other folks who have been, of course, part of our uh, uh, prediction title challenges here. They may be involved as well. Who knows who may be involved? But uh, but of course, guys, I, I I exercise this, and JD, you and Justin, of course, will be the first two to hear this. I emphasize this wholeheartedly. When I post this, I strongly recommend this one little piece of advice. If you want to try to have this great opportunity, the one thing that's going to work is that you need to actually comment underneath this poll and whatever a poll it is and say, please, please vote. Please vote for me. I'm trying to win trying to win this singles belt or I may hopefully I might be even become one and a half of the new tag champs or something like that. But I would recommend doing some kind of, kind of like the old vignettes that they used to do and all that with the wrestlers and all that, you know, that trying to garner the garner the support of fans and all that, that they used to do. JD, I'm sure remembers all this. Justin, I'm sure you remember all this. I definitely remember all this, but I highly recommend doing that. If you want to try to get any votes coming in your way, so I highly recommend, I highly suggest that you post it here, of course, because you never know, like I said, who is going to be involved in this, but 20 people are going to be involved in this. And the remainder, and who knows, the, rem the remaining 17 may end up, uh, may, may also end up uh, uh, becoming, I may end up having something lined up for the remaining 17 that do not pull off the win there next week. So, but. I'll I'll be I'll be pondering that there as well, folks. So let's keep your eyes open on that pay-per-view prediction center page. When I post that, you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm just letting y'all know right away. Uh, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, here one thing that we have not mentioned here. I did do this on Outside the Ropes earlier to, in the evening. I did play for our opening theme for Outside the Ropes, the uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra's version of Carol of the Bells. Very beautiful. Yeah, the Wizards are winner. I heard that tonight, actually. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, definitely. Yes, I got I a good actually, closing yeah. team to close this out with tonight, too. You're going to like it. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course. I'm sorry, Justin, you were getting ready to say something? Yeah, um, tomorrow, um, tomorrow will be the um, 30th birthday of Michael Jordan's son. Marcus. Oh, okay. Michael Jordan's son. Okay. All right. We'll have one day. Hey, early birthday right there. I mean, early Christmas right there. Birthday and Christmas. There you go. Not very too often that a lot of people might get double presents. <laughs> uh, of course, JD, of course, JD for his birthday got a blow up though. But <clears throat> anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> Uh, JD knows I'm kidding. He knows I'm kidding. We're just having some fun here. Okay. 
but one thing I wanted to definitely say, ladies and gentlemen, being very, very serious here, I wanted to point this out here. Um, I know uh, JD was, was going to mention one other thing. There was something JD wanted to say on the political thing. I'm going to let him get to that here in a minute because I'm anxious to kind of hear what this is all about. But, ladies and gentlemen, let's point this. Let me go ahead and point this out and point this out really fast. Okay. It's been too long here the last few months. The great people of this country and everybody in this world is great. Okay. That a lot of people cannot help with the things that they do. And there, and there's a, but they have a legitimate reason. It's because they're pissed off over the fact that our own government is not honoring their commitment to taking care of them. That's what they're supposed to be doing. Now, I'm sure J J.D. and Justin may agree or disagree on that. And that's their decision to make. But, that, but, that, but I respect those opinions. And I respect those. I respect those. I respect how they think. But point, point being said here, folks, that this is this is the time of year where we 100% honestly and truthfully need since our government apparently is not going to be able is not going to do it right now at this point in time we're going to have to definitely heighten up the word united in united states of america because right now the word united is kind of as much as i really hate to say it i really really do is crumbling very, very, it's crumbling very, very fast. We need to find a way to rebuild that word. That's the most important thing. In 2021, you know, the people spoke. They wanted somebody new in the White House, and they got somebody new in the White House. All I got to say is, if you plan on something to help the people of this country, he better do it. Because as I commented on a video earlier today on YouTube that was giving folks updates about when they might be receiving another possible stimulus check and all, this is the last part that I said, and I don't remember the whole thing I said in the comments. I remember the last part of it. That in response, this was in response to, of course, what, what the House and the Senate did in terms of, what, of how much that the American people were going to get after being made to wait for about the last eight or seven or eight months. And I and simply put, it's this. America is hurting and Congress has simply made the condition worse. So, uh, JD, I know you said earlier you said you wanted to say something on a political level. Yeah. And I'm do that, but one more. Uh, well, let me add this one thing because I won't get this off my chest as well. I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, and this will be, the, of course, the last revolution before the Christmas holiday. On behalf of myself, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, and everyone associated with WWUS, whether it be the pages on Facebook or the shows on TalkShoe, or if it's both, does not matter. We all want you to let you know that we are behind you. We, we love you. We support you all. And we hope for a much better 2021. 
We hope that you have, during these difficult times, still do your very, very, your very, very, very best to have a very Merry Christmas and a very prosperous and hopeful and, and hopeful for the future New Year. 2021 has to be the way out of this of what was a very dismal, what started out as a perspective look at things turned out to be nothing more than a than a than a very dismal setup, a very dismal situation. And hopefully, like I said, with what happened last month and what they're talking about now, 2021 hopefully will be the will be the year that we turn things around in this country. All I do, we, you can simply do, as I say all the time, ladies and gentlemen, is pray and pray very, very hard because things have gotten way, have gotten bad, and I don't think they could get any, any worse than they already are. That being said, very Merry Christmas from everyone here at WCWS, by all means. And I mean that sincerely and from the bottom of my heart and the hearts of these gentlemen right here. Now, the Iceman has something to say on a political level. Please, J.D., let's see what she has. Okay, and I will have a good closing theme out, too, by the way, before we close out, and I don't think you have said it any better. As you know, a month and a half ago, we had an election between Mr. Joe Biden and a certain orange-haired jackass idiot fool boob nincompoop, whatever you want to call him. What he has done the last Trump. two days... Yes. Without saying names, we know who we're talking about. Let's just say the last few days, however, he has decided to continue to make everyone's life a living hell. Case in point, however, what he has done by pardoning people. Tonight, however, he did his same thing again that he did last night. He decided today, however, all people to basically pardon Roger Stone, a longtime political advisor who sends for a conviction of lying to Congress he had previously commuted. His son-in-law's daddy, Charles Kushner, the son of his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. And Roger Stone, or I mentioned Roger Stone, sorry about that. And of course, Paul Manafort, believe it or not, who was in prison, if you will, for pleading guilty to conspiring to lobby illegally for the Ukraine to laundering money to support a lavish lifestyle and tampering with witnesses. Jennifer was indicted in New York for lying on mortgage applications or properties in Manhattan, Brooklyn. And what does he do last night? Oh, let me think. He announces the pardons of George Papadopoulos, who was convicted of lying to the FBI. Alexander Zelane, a lawyer who was convicted of making false statements during the Russia investigation, and pardoned four more men who worked as security guards for Blackwater and been convicted in relation to the 2007 conviction, however, if you will, of Iraqi citizens. Also, let's talk about what else he's done. He pardons Duncan Hunter, a California lawmaker who pleads guilty to misusing campaign funds, and a representative from New York who pleaded guilty to charges of conspiring to commit securities fraud, however, Chris Collins. Also, the remaining prison sentence of Steve Stockman, a former congressman from Texas who was convicted of misusing charitable funds, and Mark Legander, uh, a Republican who represented a district in Michigan until 87. In 2010, he pleaded guilty of obstructing justice and acting as an unregistered foreign agent. 
He also, however, decided to pardon Michael Flynn, his first national security advisor, who pleaded guilty to the lying FBI agents and commuted the sentence of Stone, who was supposed to serve more than three years in prison for witness tampering and lying to Congress. And Adam Schiff, our California Democrat, who led the impeachment investigation of him, accused him of corrupting the presidential powers of clemency. Here's the thing, you orange-haired, bozo, jackass, dickhead, douchebag, narcissist, arrogant prick. You think because you have less than four weeks to go in prison, or, I shouldn't say prison, in the White House, you want to make sure you give everyone a chance to have a Merry Christmas, however, mind you, and free all the criminals out of jail, however, who basically went against you and basically stabbed you in the back. What are you trying to do now? Are you trying to save face for your own family, for your wife, Ivanka, and Princess Melania, and your stupid sons, Don Jr. and Eric, you stupid asshole? And what's more, you think, however, that you're going to be running for office in four years because you have a big earth-shattering announcement on the day Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Dr. Jill Biden will be sworn into the White House. You'll be lucky if you last the next 10 years the way you're going, my friend. Let's just say this. No one wants to hear any more of your bullshit. You've already put up enough bullshit as it is this year with what you've said time and time again to certain people, however, most notably John McCain, about Hunter Biden and the entire Biden family. And yet, however, people who don't agree with you, however, you find a way to tear them down and attack them because that's the way you are. Here's the thing, Mr. Trump, because I'm not going to call you Mr. President anymore. I'm calling you Mr. Trump, or should I say Mr. Asshole? Why don't you and your family get on the first slow boat, however, to Russia or wherever, and to quote, uh, however, Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon 2, get the fuck out of our country. We don't want you no more. Okay? Go fuck away. Go fuck off. Go play golf in Mar-a-Lago. Go somewhere else where you're appreciated. Because we're tired of your bullshit. Okay? You've done enough bullshit the last couple of four years, however, that has made this country disgraceful and a laughing stock. So I hope you're happy what you've done this 2019-2020 year, Mr. Trump. Mr. Asshole, Mr. Arrogant Pitch, why don't you and your boyfriend Vince McMahon play rub, the tug, rub and tug with each other's dicks, however, and see who will come out ahead in more ways than one. Because at the end of the day, I'm sure you'll both be the sole winners of rubbing and basically suing each other's balls geriatrically because you two are a bunch of old fogey assholes who don't have any common sense. So, what can we do for an encore? Let me think. Hmm... Well, we got six days left until the end of the year, almost a week now. I imagine he'll come up with some more ideas between now and the end of the year, and also probably heading into the first part of the new year, maybe. You never know with him. But what he has done the last two days is absolute bullshit, in my opinion. Complete and utter bullshit. But does he care? No, of course not. He's never cared about anyone except himself. And what is the toll now about the pandemic today? Can somebody please inform me what the latest numbers were of today? I think yesterday was something like over 300,000 or some 310,000. And I think we're going to be looking possibly maybe before this end of next week, possibly 325 or 330,000. But again, does he care? No, of course not. He'll eat all the cheeseburgers and pizza and tacos and wings and ribs and steaks, all he wants, however. So as I said before, Mr. Trump, you and your family, please, simply two words to you. Fuck off and go away. Go away. Yeah. 
I could have put it better myself. Put it, put it better myself. Uh, and now all of a sudden, JD, I'll ask your personal opinion here based upon all I just mentioned. The fact that this thing that they passed, they passed this past weekend, telling people that telling everyone that they're finally going to receive some sort of relief, but only get in the form of six hundred dollars. And all of a sudden, Trump is even saying that now he's not going to sign off on that. That he wants to shoot it up all the way up to two thousand dollars for people. Well, let me. Is he trying to save uh, face? Before he gets that off. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's is trying, he trying to, to save, save face. face. He's trying to save his own neck from being put in the rope, let's just say. And as I said, Har, after attacking people over and over again, from the Michigan senator to the Wisconsin George Floyd issue, to Pennsylvania, to, to the McCain family, to Pennsylvania, to Georgia, to even your home state, Chad, and to Florida, and to every other one else, Har, that are not on his so-called, quote-unquote, team, however, except for people like Ted Cruz, however, and, of course, uh, Rudy Giuliani, however, the thing is, however, he can. I mean, he said, if you remember, he said over and over again, "I'll quit if the electoral college, however, basically goes against me." Well, guess what? You still have less than a month to go, almost, or not even less than a month now. Why don't you just let your boy Mike Pence do something for at least a couple weeks before Pence steps it out? And while you're at it, there, Mister Ass Clown, why don't you take your stupid stripper whore ass secretary Kimberly, however, your son-in-law's stripper girlfriend, Kim Kylefoil, and also that other blonde bimbo that you have as a press secretary, and why don't you just go spend it on hookers and blow and booze, however, because that's what you're famous for, you stupid douche. Okay, well, well, like I said, obviously, now they're even saying that people in his own party said they wouldn't wouldn't be willing to go above 600. I'm just reading a story right here on CBS News that was reported that P- that some Republicans wouldn't wasn't wasn't willing to go above five hundred dollars to give to the American people. Yeah, it's because of people that as I heard it earlier, like Moscow Mitch McConnell and freaking Lindsey Graham and all these bozos. Plain and simple. Yeah, and, and keep in mind about what I just also what I just said. If this phrase doesn't get it, I don't think anything will. But America's hurting. And Congress is making the the condition their the condition extremely worse. So, and, and and why how McConnell got in there to begin with? I'm sure he had to kiss a lot of tail in order to get reelected back into that. I'm sure he did. Yeah, but he yeah. that that douchebag shouldn't have been that douchebag shouldn't have gotten back in there to begin with. No, not at all. And neither should have Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham's the same way. Yes, I agree with that. There's a lot. There's a lot of people here, especially in my own state, that that you know that didn't deserve to get back into the office they were holding. But somehow they did. Of course, one of them, of course, being our douchebag governor. But I mean, that's beside the point there too. But the thing about it is, see, I, I know how this is going on because I got people that come that come. Like I said, y'all know what I do for a living every day. I, I've told y'all for a long, I've told everybody for a long time. I help people and all that with one hurdle in order to try to get themselves back on their feet in some capacity, and that is, of course, to make sure that they don't have to worry about what they're going to be able to eat that night. And we try. I, I provide them, like I said, with different options, and also everybody will have an opportunity to have something that they put on the table, not just for themselves, 
the people and their family. That's what that's what this that's what we are all that's what we're all we're all about. I've been doing that for 14 years. Okay? I've been doing that since 2006. I have not stopped and I've continued to press forward and I've continued to and I've continued to, to remain committed to that cause and I will do that until I'm not able to physically do it anymore. And the thing about it is seeing this situation here is taking place and all that. You know, uh, yeah, we're, we're one of these places that's getting hit hard, too. Are we getting any – I mean, people are around our, our community are, are, are being extra, as generous as they possibly can be. And we don't ask for it. They do it under, under their own free will. And we're very thankful for what they're able to do for us, especially, like, for an organization that's not even funded, given any funds by the government. It's supported by the people in the community. That's how it's been very successful. It's a Christian nonprofit organization. That's what that's what I that's who where I work for. That's who I work for. And we help a lot of people here who have fallen on a lot of hard times. And places, businesses, schools, individual folks, churches around our area, they do what they can to help us out. Even if it's just they give us one or two little bags, we make sure that the people get their that get the contents of what's in those bags, regardless of whatever it is. Or even if it's just like five or six boxes full of stuff, we make sure that we split that up and all that and give that to people as well. But we want to make sure everybody has something that they can that they can put in a microwave, put in a stove, you know, um, and 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 make and all this that way that, that themselves and their family have something to eat on and all that. At least there are places like us that care about the people of this country. The American people should be running the country to begin with. These these douchebags don't know how if they cared for the people that something big much bigger than what they, they did back in March should have or would have already been done by now too. But no 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 I even suggested hey let's take the salaries or the net worth of every single of those freaking congressmen up in Washington like Pelosi, McConnell, all of them and all that. Let's take that away from them. Take that away from them, them for a short period of time. And let's give that split up among everybody here in this country. Let's see how those people, those fat cats in Washington feel, you know, knowing that they won't have any money to spend on a on a luxurious state dinner or a back massage or a bottle of champagne and all that stuff. Or they won't have the money to be they won't have the money to pay for it. It is, that just it sickens me and all that a lot of these people and all that are going to you know that they said this around Thanksgiving we're going to go to have our Thanksgiving dinner with our families and everything like that we're going to have a lot of stuff it's a good old time and there's a lot of people that came to us even before Thanksgiving they didn't know if they were going to be able to have a Thanksgiving meal at least we were able to help them do that and I am just ladies and gentlemen this is why I'm very passionate. Most a lot of people don't think I'm, I'm, I'm this way, but I am this way. I am a very. I ha, I, this is why this just shows you right here that this man right here and JD and Justin, of course, are witnesses to this. I have a heart, one of the biggest hearts that anybody could ever have. There's no Grinches here. At least we care. I mean, if, if, if somebody, JD, JD, if someone in your family was suffering, I know you would do everything you possibly could to help them out. Justin, I know if there's someone in your family was suffering, 
you would do what you could to help them out too. I'm, I'm really sure you could. John would be the same way. Fonzie would probably be the same way. Michelle, I'll de most definitely. Michelle showed that right there by caring for her mom when her mom had this operation not too long ago. That's proof in the pudding right there. So don't tell me there's not any caring people in this country. That's bad. Like I said, that and, and that and that. As I said, like I said, you don't have the you don't have the you know the power to make the you know you don't you don't have to act like God like that in order to do God's work. Plain and simple. I mean, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that I've blown up like that, folks. But like I said, when I see here people are hurting, people are suffering. That's what, how I react to it. And I'm not going to stand idly by and let them suffer, especially if you have children involved. I've got, I mean, I have kids of my own, man. But let me tell you something. I've got a little great nephew and two, I got two great nephews and a great niece now that, you know, that, that, that like I said, they're not young and they're not old enough to know what's going on right now. In this, and I, and, and I thank God that they, that they, that they, that they don't know. They don't understand right now fully. I'm not saying that these, that these kids, I'm sure, are going to be told this one of these days. But let me tell you something. I'm glad that they, they don't they, they don't know what's going on right now. That they're just just they're small kids. I'm glad that that you know they're getting by with this because they got they got parents that care for them a great deal. And I will say that flat out here for them there as well. And now if my nephew was listening to this right now, heard me say that, I'm pretty certain I see probably. He probably probably sitting there thinking about all that, because I mean I don't brag about it. I don't I don't brag. I tell the truth, and that is the God's honest truth, man. I mean, plain and simple, plain and simple. I'm sorry to get emotional like that, guys, but I just I just have to do it that way. I have to, have to I'm just I'm just that way. But. But I'm not going to send anybody watching anybody. And I got two good things to close us out with, so we're ready to go. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Uh, JD, Justin, anything else you wish to add on before we close out? Uh, for, uh, uh, <clears throat> of course, while we take a little bit of a breather from the little Christmas breather from the radio network here, of course, until Friday. I'm good. I just want to wish everyone Merry Christmas and stay safe and be careful. And we will see you guys Friday night. However, don't eat too much sand. Don't eat too much whatever you're having. However, for Christmas dinner, but just be uh, safe and careful and just enjoy your holiday. Justin, anything you wish to add, sir? Um. Yeah, I want to say to all of you, um, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Stay safe and um. Beware of the of the uh, of the COVID nineteen. Absolutely, I I definitely agree. Thank you, thank you very much, JD. Thank you very much, sir. Justin. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very very much for listening here tonight to episode nine hundred and twenty eight of WCW US Revolution. I one hundred percent definitely want to thank the Iceman Jerry Drawmo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. The Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, as well as, of course, uh, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here tonight. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, uh, as far as tomorrow's schedule is concerned, we are uncertain if there is if there will be an episode of, of, of WCWS Wrestling Debate. It is set to come, come on at 7 o'clock tomorrow evening. 
unless, of course, that does change. And, of course, if it does, I mean, I'm sure Shaq will probably be the one to 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 possibly alter the schedule for that. I'm not sure, but we'll just have to wait and see, but of course, what, what will happen there. But I will tell you that there will be no NWO Wolfpack, of course, tomorrow night. So uh, we've already we've already picked next Thursday's episode up, which will be number 284 for next Thursday, December 31st. So we'll talk more about that here, of course, next week. But don't forget to join us this Friday evening, Christmas evening, ladies and gentlemen, as we celebrate Christmas WCWS style with episode <clears throat> with episode number 929 of Revolution News and Views, History and Birthdays. We'll talk about, of course, uh, the uh, the results, of course, of what will happen to, uh, Friday night on SmackDown. Also, of course, ladies, also of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, we'll get you the full results in of the two polls from the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page. Hopefully, we'll get to hear from both Danny from Oak Park and the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds, to get their take about what's been going on here, of course, in wrestling. One wrestling piece of congratulations I want to pass along. Congratulations to Filthy Tom Lawler, who won the Major League Wrestling Opera Cup tonight. I have to mention that. Well, he, defe- he defeated Low Key in order to win that. I got the video of that on the uh, video vault. If y'all want to check that out, I posted that earlier. So you want to check that out. <clears throat> but uh, but uh, like I said, we'll be back on, of course, with 929 of Revolution uh, Friday uh, fr- Friday evening at 9 o'clock, 138055 pound. Unless, of course, if, if, a wrestling de- if, if wrestling debate does not go on as scheduled, then like I said, then, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we won't have another show until Revolution Friday night at 9 o'clock. So be sure to listen in on that. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, uh, but of course, Revolution 928 is a broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com, where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Be sure, of course, to check out all of our pages, of course, on Facebook with a lot of great content in there, including the video vault with a lot of great wrestling promos and matches. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, women of WCWUS with some uh, ladies wrestling action. Also, of course, Entertainment Cavalcade with several news stories as well as some other, um, some other, of course, classic uh, episodes of classic TV series and other great things. WWS Movie Channel, we've actually added a couple of movies here recently, including the Kevin James movie Zookeeper is on there now. Also, Mannequin 2 on the Mood is also on there as well. Go back and uh, and uh, and check that out there as well. Also, that was a flop. Playlist. The second Mannequin was. The first one was better than the second one, in my opinion. But, yes. uh, but sports. Sports Roundup, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do have, of course, the playlist of the classic uh, baseball, uh, football, basketball, hockey games, as well as a playlist of classic boxing matches. And, of course, just er- added earlier today, Matt, uh, NBA games from the 1980s was posted on there. I posted on those on there earlier today, so if you want to check that out there as well. Check out NASCAR US High Octane History. A lot of great classic and current races, uh, races as well. Pull the full races here, folks. So check all that out here as well. Uh, location of animation. We've got a lot of great Christmas cartoons up on there as well, as well as some other cartoon favorites from the past. So be sure to check all that out here as well. Uh, 
Also, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, uh, Home Improvement, More Power Forever, A Gaseous Affair, Power Rangers Protecting the Power, and several other groups here, folks. Be sure to check out all that we got going on on Facebook. And check out all of our episodes of all of our shows here in the radio network, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to any which, anyone that you'd like. And, of course, uh, like I said, you feel free to comment on any of them if you wish to do so about that as well. <clears throat> Since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCW US Radio Network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's a double Christmas treat here tonight. The Iceman has, of course, a couple of a couple of closing uh, closing closing uh, closing uh, um, tidbits here for the end of Revolution 928. GD, let's go ahead and hear what you got. Okay, and this is in honor of Jerry Stiller, who we lost earlier this year. So, folks, however, we say uh, thank you, Jerry Stiller, for giving us a laugh, especially now with Christmas just a few days away. So, here are a few things. First. I think everyone remembers this one, but you'll like you'll like the second one more. So let's play the second here. Frank and Estelle. George was stirring in his own personal hell. Frank shopped for a doll, the one George demanded. Five late. Blows rained down on an innocent man. Frank had an epiphany, a new master plan. Holiday would emerge from the rubble. Ah, from the stress, the tinsel, the trouble. Would air grievances to all who have sinned. Celebration would last until somebody was pinned. When you bring out the pole, from the old cross face. You always remember Frank's beautiful face. And Happy Festivus! That was number one, and here's number two, and I think everyone remembers this one. Dad, this is my boss, Mr. Kruger. Oh, Kruger? Yeah, he doesn't need it. Time to go home. What are you doing here? My roots. They nailed you on the 20 G's? Busted gold. It's made from aluminum. Very high strength to weight ratio. Find your belief system fast. Thing. Uh, me and Charlie were calling to ask you out, and uh, we got this bagel place. I told them I was just about to see you. 
It's a Festivus miracle. Let's begin. Dr. Van Nostrand. Welcome, newcomers. The Festivus begins with airing of grievances. A lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. You, my son tells me your company Get yours in a minute. Who couldn't smooth a silk sheet if you had a hot date with a babe? Lost my train of thought. And <laughs> I was here. Kramer told me. Another Festivus miracle. Yes, this is the ugly girl I've been hearing about. Gwen, wait! Ah! on the porch. Hey, how did my horse do? Now, as Festivus rolls on, we come to the feats of strength. Here, the honor goes to Mr. Kramer. I have to work a double shift at H&M. But you were on strike. Yeah. Well, I caved. I really had to use their bathroom. Frank, no offense, but this holiday's a little out there. Kramer, you, you can't go. Who's going to do the feats of strength? George. Good thinking, Cougar. Until you pin me, George. The rest of this is not over. Oh, please, somebody stop this. and fight your father. Ow! Ow, I this is I the got best, it. best of it ever. <laughs> Take care and God bless you. Yeah. Have a very safe and Merry Christmas. And we'll talk about you on Christmas night here on 929 of Revolution. Take care and stay safe. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Happy Festivus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.